On today's very special episode of the Hit Me In Podcast, Mo and I break down the NBA play-in game between the Grizzlies and the Blazers. We get off into the playoff preview for the first round. Jim Boylan and Alvin Gentry being fired as the respective head coaches for the Bulls and the Pelicans, as well as who we think are viable candidates for their replacements. We also get off into the Big Ten and the Pac-12 for going football for the 2020 season. Kemar Severin being cut by Seattle Seahawks. The sneaker rundown, the game show, and shout-outs. Episode 15 with the home. Let's go. That MVP chat, you know what's coming in hot. The most valuable podcast in the world. You already know what it is, the Hitman Podcast. Chris in here, live and direct from Moakland, California. My brother Mo, what's the word, bro? What's the deal? You're not going to retire, huh? <laughs> you refuse to retire, man. I'm going to let I'm going to let it rock, man, but I'm good. Yeah, it's all good. It's it's hot in a motherfucker out here, bro. I it's feel super it. hot. Um we don't normally get thunder and lightning out here, but this morning I woke up to that. So, uh made me feel like I was in the Midwest again. Yeah, we don't get that out here, bro. Bro, so, y'all got thunder that- and lightning and 87 degree heat. What's up out there, man? Yeah, it's, it's feeling like Miami out here. So, <laughs> no <it's>, shit. <laughs> got got the AC on full blast, man. But we doing it. You know, it's good out here, man. I'm lovely, man. Having a good time, just chilling. How you feeling, bro? I can't complain, bro. My beard getting long. I'm starting to look like a Viking warrior out here. You feel me? I'm starting <laughs> to look go, like bro. James Harden in playoff mode. Hey, man. Oh. It's perfect. It's the perfect time to have the playoff mode beer because we are in the playoffs, bro. We are here now. All that talking, it's out the window. You got to prove it now. You got to come to the court and show it, bro. I'm ready. I'm gas, man. I am gas, bro. I yeah, am super man. gas. How, how you feeling? I'm good, man. We appreciate y'all checking in with us each and every week. Make sure y'all hit that like, subscribe. We on Apple Podcasts. We on Spotify. We on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast. Shout out to the sponsor, Anchor. We doing it big, you heard me? So make sure y'all check in with us each and every week. Pass Mm -hmm. it around, share it around. We need to get that following up, so make sure y'all stick with us. We appreciate y'all checking in. Before we get off into the BAMs, man, Sad day yes, for sir. Chicago, bro. What's up, man? What's going on? Man, bro. What's going on? I might be out of the loop. G. G. In case you ain't heard, it was a hard, 
Hard weekend for 87th Street, man. Ah, yeah, man. Rest in peace to Heralds on 87th. Pay homage. Yeah, I'm saying. Probably the best one. No, it ain't probably. Rest in peace to the OG Nate Simpson, co-founder of the Rink on 87th. He passed away the age of 75. He was a Cook County Sheriff out in Markham, but... The rink on 87th gave all of us shorties. As shorties, it gave us them, them first memories, man, in terms of being a part of the city. Gave some of these people in Chicago their first jobs. Sad day for 87th, man. Yeah, man. Shout out there to the Heralds on 87th, man. For sure. Good way to open the show. Ain't nobody do them uh, seven, some them seven mile like 87th, right? <laughs> on everything. What they say? On phone now. <laughs> Definitely, man. bro. For sure, man. That's a good way to open the show, man. Definitely. You need, I know, but hey, look. It's, this might be an opportunity for somebody to, you know, step up and become the number one heralds in the city. None but opportunity yeah, right man. now. Make sure you get that right. Make sure you get that six piece lemon pepper, fry hard, extra mild sauce. Mm, you get, uh-huh. you get, hey, you knock that down, you get that right, you you in a running, you know. Man, you sound really sad about it. You sound down about it, man. You all right? I, I am, bro. I am, bro. <laughs> that plaza over there, that's where it was at on a late night, especially after coming from the rink on Saturday when I'm when I'm fiending. Yeah, and I need that survival pack. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Seven mile, like you said, uh-huh. fry hard, mild sauce on the side. Hold the coleslaw, but let me ask you something. Doc still Yo. over there? Yeah, Doc still over there. All right, as long as that's just still there, man. They hanging on by there. a thread, but there you go. It's all good for sure. As long as Doc's still there, we still got some piece of the hood still there. But with no further ado, man, we're gonna move right on, right on along. Y'all know how we do it each and every week. It ain't the timeline. It's not to see what happened was. Y'all know when we come from Chicago, whether we in Chicago right now, we in Moakland, California. Y'all know how we do it each and every dick. It's the woo-wop, the band. Yeah, 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 man. Yes, sir. We got we got some. Ain't no other way to start it. We set, boy. We here. We here now, dog. So We set, boy. The playoffs are here, man. We did, you know, uh... Let everybody play on in, see, do what they gotta do, get work out the little wrinkles, and now we here, man. It's the yeah. playoffs. It's the playoffs, man. So uh, let's first get into before playoffs. we get into the bracket. Talk about playoffs. Let's get you into the playing game, man. Playoffs. So it was the Grizzlies versus the Blazers in the playoff game, and how it went down was the Blazers ended up being the eighth seed due to Dame going ballistic. Uh. This past week, I'm talking about. I mean, I don't know what type of word to put there. It was, it's the things that Goats are made of. What he was doing over the past week, right? Dropping a 61 piece, then following that up with a 51 piece, then following that up with 40. You know what I'm saying? And just winning these games and willing his team to to these victories. Actually, they become the AFC and uh, Memphis. The Grizzlies dropped to nine, so Memphis would have to have beat the Blazers twice over the weekend. Right. Um, the Blazers only need to win one time to get in the play-in. So uh, they played yesterday, man, and it was an amazing game, bro. Back and forth. Fire. Back and forth. You know, uh, both teams giving all that they got. Salute to the Grizzlies. Um, down Jaron Jackson Jr. 
But uh, the rookie, John Morant, didn't look like a rookie yesterday, man. He, he stepped up. But unfortunately, the Blazers defeated the Grizzlies, 126-122. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, uh, salute to him. His grandmother passed away right before the game. Um, due to complications of the COVID-19, uh, he showed up to play, man. He, he, he Sometimes, you know, inspiration comes from those places within, deep within. And he showed up. Right. 22 points, 21 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 blocks, 2 steals. Crazy. Crazy, Crazy. right? John Morant, 35 huh. points. Um, but shout out to CJ McCollum with the minor fracture back in the last couple minutes of that fourth quarter. Spinal. Woo! Yeah, yeah, he's funny too for that. But he took over, man. He took over. Those were elite moves. Those are moves you don't try at home by yourself, man. One-on-one, mano-a-mano, CJ is one of the best at doing that, man. And he closed out that game. How good is you? How good How good at lip-reading are you? Did you catch that uh, that, oh. little, that little phrase he said? At oh, the- <laughs> he said he can't fucking guard me. <laughs> That's right. He can't fucking guard me. He right. He he, he couldn't. You know, it, it, them, them, you gotta take your lumps when you're a rookie. You gotta take those lumps. Everybody get that that moment when they're like, damn, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm playing good defense. He's just making elite shots, and that's what the NBA is. It's, put, it's full of elite shot makers, man. So uh, they move on. Give me your reaction on that, man, to that playing game yesterday. I thought it was amazing, man. Shout out to Yusef Nurkic. Uh, he was over in Bosnia, or he was wrestling with it, trying to get with his grandmother. She passed away due to complications from COVID-19. Um, I said it all year. I said the Blazers wouldn't even have been in a playoff game mm-hmm. had Yusef Nurkic, Zach Collins. Or, yeah, Zach Collins would have, you know, been able to be healthy for the entire year and, and, and been mainstays in the, lo- in the roster like they usually are season in, season out. Um, Dame is continuing to show y'all like he's not to be played with. He's a superstar. Don't let that Weber State pedigree fool you. Don't let that low recruiting fool you he's a beast he's a he's a superstar personified we both picked the Suns to get in but uh Oof. i'm not mad at the blazers catching fire at the perfect time and cj mccollum another underrated play, player out of lehigh you feel me he's showing he's putting players on notice like when mm-hmm. we said we was the next best backcourt behind steph and clay we wasn't playing but uh not to be outdone by anybody else we can't forget yeah, it was amazing carmelo anthony showed up and showed out when they needed it most. You feel me? Yeah, he ain't man. the only, yeah, LeBron ain't the only one in year 17 doing his thing. You feel me? Oh yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Melo, man. That was a big shot in the corner. That's That looked like Olympic Melo right yeah. there. When they played on that Olympic yeah, team and he was yeah, just knocking down man. daggers, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, Melo spotting up for the three is a scary sight. It, I mean, you might as well cash that bucket. You know what I'm saying? He's got a pure jumper. Um, and you let him set his feet, and he's one of the most prolific scorers in NBA history. Let's not forget that. Day. He's taking a role. He just took this role with Portland. And salute to him for actually embracing this role. I felt like he didn't embrace the roles in OKC and Houston. I mean, let me not say that. Houston did him dirty. But I don't believe that he embraced his role um, in OKC as much, being a six man or wanting to be a six man or even playing, you know, third fiddle, you know, and, and just sitting back and taking the opportunities as they came to him. Um, he's come to Portland and you got to give Dame credit for being a leader and making it easier for Melo to take that position and knowing that you are going to get your shots, bro. But, you know, we run this team. Yo, how about the comment, yo, how about the comment that Melo made post-game? He said Dame Lillard is the best player he's ever been a teammate for. He's telling no lies. Go look at his teammates. 
And, I mean, and look at the times where he were where he was in his career. He's had no better teammate than Damian Lillard. That's quite I a cosign. That's a dope endorsement, right? That, that's an amazing endorsement. That's nothing but respect, and we all respect it. We all respecting what Dame is doing right now. Um, he's on another level as far as offensively. He's on another level, man. Um, these are one of these rare, rare hot streaks that you see these players go into where it doesn't matter what they're doing, where they're throwing the ball up from. Sometimes they don't even look at the rim and you know it's going in. It's just an amazing rhythm and an amazing feeling for some of these players to be in when they're when they're going like this. And being in that bubble, nothing can save you. <laughs> nothing you can it, save you, you man. Again. Like it, only, only people that's down there the, is hoopers right the now. The fans can't save you. It's only hoopers, man. Nothing can save you when you're on that island or when you see a, when you see a star player getting hot. You better just hope that he's missing or you're just going to make life tough for him. And they were starting to double team this man 60 feet away from the rim. That's a sign of like ultimate respect, you know. Um, so shout out to the Blazers. Uh, I do want to shout out the uh, Phoenix Suns. I feel some type of way that you could go 8-0. In seeding play, and they give, and they're saying, "Hey, you got a chance to make the playoffs, and you actually come and win every single game that you play." And it's unfortunate that you don't get a chance to play in to actually get in the playoffs, right? Um, I actually believe that they deserve that chance. But shout out to them—they're a young team. They showed everybody that they're on the rise if they continue this level of play up. It's actually good that they could leave on a good note like that because it's something to build on for the next season. So uh, Monty Williams did an incredible job. Devin Booker is, is about to take that next step into being a superstar. And you got DeAndre Aiden, Young, uh, Cam Johnson. Uh, they actually picked up Campaign, who I've always gave a hard time to because he, he hasn't really done anything to me, but he showed out Dance in fever. these seeding games. Yeah, <laughs> he showed out in these seeding games. So uh, big shout out to uh, the Suns, man. They did a great job. They represented in the bubble. Um, and, it, and, you know, they got, I think it's exciting times for them to come ahead, man. So, yeah, what do you, what you, what do you think about Portland getting in and, what do you think about pretty much their chances going forward? I think the right team got in. I think we were both uh, mistaken when we were kind of going with the luster of the Phoenix Suns going 8-0 and and showing out in the play-in games. They wouldn't yep. have had to have that situation if they you know, took care of business in the beginning of the season. Obviously, they were kind of the underdog. Nobody really expected Phoenix to take that step this year, but that's what has to happen. You have to build on those, on those accomplishments in order to become championship-worthy or – uh, become a championship contender. So shout out to the Suns. Salute to that tremendous effort they put down there in Orlando. But that's a long plane ride back out there to uh, Sky Harbor Airport. And they got a long time to think about <laughs> this situation. But, yeah. you know what I mean? They'll be back. They ain't on them They ain't on them, uh, them planes by themselves. New Orleans up out of there, you feel me? Memphis up out of there. Yep. John Morant, the incumbent rookie of the year as far as my vote is concerned. I got something for your ass later on in the game show too, no by brand. the way. Speaking of that. I got you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got you. But yeah. Oh, before we before you continue, before you continue, shout out to the Spurs. Um, if you didn't know, the, the Spurs went home. They did go home this year. They're not in the playoffs. But this is the first time in 22 years that the Spurs will not be in the playoffs. That's an amazing run, man. That's an amazing run. Shout out to Greg Popovich, one of the best coaches ever in any sport one of the best leaders of men in any sport shout out to pop uh 
Pop is a, is a great man and he gets the most out of his players. And they came down and they didn't they didn't give up. No LaMarcus Aldridge. And they still were hooping. Them young guys were hooping. So they have a bright future as well. Um, whenever you lose three Hall of Famers like Tony Parker, Manny Ginobili, and Tim Duncan, of course, you're going to go into rebuild mode, right? And you need to, and that's where you're going to be. But he's done a good job trying to salvage with good young players. Um, and they'll be, they'll be there. They'll be there. The Western Conference is going to be a tough, a tough place to make the playoffs for, <laughs> for the next 10 years, man. And so um, shout out to the Spurs. Definitely. Now, we gave a lot of shout outs. We said a lot of good things, especially about the Blazers. But can we get into some real stuff about the Blazers real quick? And this ties into where we're about to go into next, into our matchups. We wanna, we're going to break down this bracket. But, bro, they play no defense, dog. No defense. I mean, how? I'm amazed that they made it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm glad Portland made the play in. But, bro, they're going to have to play some defense. I'm just going to say that because we're going to say before when we get into what we gonna get into next, but I don't know if you noticed or you the world bugging, noticed. You're tripping, bro. They just let you're people tripping. They let people just walk to the basket. Dog, they let people Yusef walk Nurkis. to the basket. was walk. Dog, Yusef Nurkis, 22 points, 21 Real rebounds, defense. six assists, two blocks, two steals. Dame had a block. Gary Trent Jr. had a block. They was all over Ja Morant. What are you talking about? No defense. Man, you must not. You must not have been watching the same games. I, I watched the whole game. Dog, you have to. They have to score 140 to win because they give up 135. Dog, so what? This is real. This is these are real facts. What you mean? So when we what? talking about stats, what's the what's the most important stat? The W, bro. You're right. You're right about that. You're right about. Speaking that. of W's, we doing a lot yeah, of commentary about who didn't get in. <laughs> Let's talk about who did get into the playoffs. Who yes, took sir. care of business, bro? You got the playoff bracket set up. You got it situated. Yes, we starting tomorrow yes, early, 12.30 Central time. The first yes, game, sir. the Nuggets and the Jazz, right? Nuggets and Jazz. Yes, sir. We got, we got something special jazz. for That's y'all, by the way. This is not just a regular episode. This is a members-only episode. Me. We about to tap Tell in me. with one of the homies as we go down this playoff bracket. Who's up first, bro? Who's on deck first? Uh, let's call Jay Sims up, man. All right, we're going to call the homie Jason. Jay Sims on the Reason to Doubt podcast. Give me one second. You. Yo, Jay, Jay Sims. What's going on? What's up, man? This is Mo and Chris from the Hitman Podcast. How you doing, sir? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm in the middle of my podcast. What's up? <laughs> oh, damn. My bad. We, we, we interrupting regular scheduled programming. My bad, brother. How you feeling? No, it's all good. It's all good, man. I'm doing great. How y'all? Man, we lovely over here, man. Lovely. <laughs> What's the word, bro? How you yes, feel? Sir. How you feeling, dog? We was trying to catch you right before y'all got on. Shout out to the Reason to Doubt podcast. Make sure y'all check them out each and every week, bro. They on Apple Podcasts as well. How you feeling, big dog? Man, I'm good. I'm good, man. We over here discussing sports and everything Damn like y'all right, right now. Huh. We you we usually we usually don't, but today we got into a heated discussion talking about the uh, NBA playoffs. I mean, you know, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm kind of scared of the Portland Trailblazers right uh, now. <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> 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 I 
So, so great. I'm glad you said that, man, because this is a guy I wanted to call you. You, you, were, uh, you know what I'm saying? You a basketball player yourself, a big guy that could put the ball on the floor and, you know, shoot it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, tell me what scares you about that, that matchup. Man, really, me being, I'm a Laker fan. Like, but also, right. I'm a mellow, like mellow, my favorite player, one of my favorite players of all time. I mess with Dame. I'm scared of Damian Lillard. You don't got Avery Bradley. <laughs> I don't know who gonna check him. Jr. Waiters, Caruso, KCP, your no- lunch meat, you're finished. You know how we play KCP. spades, and you I go. Hate and KCP. You go- you know how you play spades and you say you got seven, eight books. You set. You booked. You done for. You ain't getting home, KCP. You fool. Hey, check this out. That's crazy. I hate, KC, I hate KCP. Like, KCP is like my, if it's like the most, he's the most hated player. I, I, I hate him. Like, I want the nigga to get cut. I don't want him on the Lakers. I don't want him in the city of LA. I don't want him in Orlando Damn. in the bubble. Wow. I hate KCP, wow. dude. Sandy, wow. dude. Bro. I hate him. Damn. So, hey, let me tell you this, though. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because we were just talking before we called you about Portland, and I respect them. I think that what they're doing is like, you know, honestly, they're doing great things, but at the end of the day, they were fighting for AFC, so that means something to me. But do you believe that these guys could play enough defense to win a game? Uh, I think they'll win a game. I don't think they'll get swept. I think it's going to be Legacy 6. I'm getting messed up. Legacy 6. But I, they're not a real AC. You got to think about Nurkic was hurt all year. They had uh, the other okay. the other white boy, the other big white boy that was hurt. Excuse me, I can't remember his name right now. But uh, they didn't. They were they was hurt. They were hurt all year, so they lost Rodney Hood. That ain't they ain't a real AC. That's really a, okay. a four three C disguised in the AC right there. So we, you gotcha. can't take them lightly. You can't take them lightly, but. I think it'll still be Lakers and six. Got you. So you got Lakers but and I'm just six. Dis- and so- I'm, just disapp- I'm disappointed because everybody else got these warm-up games and like Milwaukee, who they got Orlando. You know, it's just like everybody else uh-huh. seems like they're going to just get some tune-up and shit. I think even though Dallas is nice, they got Luka, they not ready for the Clippers. So I just feel like it's messed up. Like, damn, we about to, we got to go to war in the first round. But I like it, man. I like the grind. I'm a Lakers fan. We've been struggling for years. <laughs> we back. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you this. We appreciate. I appreciate you taking a call and giving your opinion, man. And then also, why I got you on here, I appreciate the care package, man. That was love. You know, oh, man. definitely appreciate is going d- definitely going to be rocking that. That's a dope, you know, dope shirt, dope um, logo that you got going on. And I'm happy for the podcast, and I'm I'm l- ready to see where y'all going to go, man. So before we get you out of here, go ahead. Pub your, pub your shit, man. Tell them where people can find you, where people can come check y'all out at. You know, go ahead. This is your time. Oh, man. Really appreciate y'all, man. Shout out to the Hitman Podcast. I definitely check y'all out all the time. Huh. And uh, thank y'all for having me on. We definitely, we got to get along. We got to get a long conversation. Y'all come, y'all talking to us when reaching the yes, doubt. Sir. When it's wrong or over with, we definitely got to link up. Y'all coming through. Yes, we, I come through. But uh, Reason Doubt Podcast, let me on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter. Just type that Reason to Doubt Podcast. And we're, we're everywhere you can find Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. 
We got everything for you just for the culture, man. We putting on, give you a little comedy. We get a little serious sometimes. We talk about everything, man. So I really appreciate y'all, man, for having me on. The Hitman Podcast is dope. Y'all doing dope things over there. Definitely doing dope things, man. Y'all moving fast. Really appreciate y'all, man. 1,000%, big dog. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Man, appreciate y'all, man. Hi, bro. Yeah, bro. Love. Shout out to Reason to Doubt Podcast. Make sure y'all check them out everywhere that podcast. Yeah, y'all heard okay. the man give it up. It's like when the X-Men go up and tag team with the Avengers. How you gonna stop it? You feel me? <laughs> yes, sir, man. Shout out to Jay Sims, man. Them good people over there at the Reason to Doubt Podcast. They got a funny skit about the sneakers app. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's hilarious, man. They shot a, a skit about basically how I feel about the sneakers app. So <laughs> if you can, go check that out. Um, but already people are scared of the Blazers. God, hey, people are scared what of the Blazers. What you thought was going to happen, boy? What you thought? That's okay. I'll give my thoughts. I'll give my thoughts after we let the, the homies get their thoughts. That's all. So uh, we got Jay Sims down. Let's go ahead and call uh, my boy Ty. He been, he he got, and I got some other questions for him. I'm going to start off with, with some hometown topics with Ty. Wow, we at it, bro. What's up with the, with the matchup tomorrow? Like I said, Denver and... Uh... Utah, you seeing Mike Conley left the bubble to go be with his wife yeah. for the birth of his son, so that that yeah. puts them down one more body. And another one, Ed Davis is gone with knee problems, MCL problems, so it's tough. Yeah, yeah, what's good? It's Ty. Ty. What's the word, bro? You on the Hit Me In podcast with Chris and Mo? How you feeling, big dog? I'm feeling pretty good. How y'all fellas doing? Man, you know, we couldn't be better if we tried, bro. Better than we deserve. We wanted to get you on the show real quick to get your thoughts on these playoffs, bro. Okay, let's do it. First and foremost, who is your favorite and why to take this whole thing? Favorite, I think that should be relatively easy. It should be the Clippers. Um, <laughs> deepest team. Um, three of the best perimeter defenders in the league. It should be it should be a cakewalk for them. The only apprehension yeah. I got with the Clips is their main core haven't played a lot of minutes together, so chemistry could possibly be an issue. But I mean, when you got one of the best coaches in the league, that's what you get paid the big bucks for. Definitely a fact. That's that's a you mean fact you mean so you mean when I when I gotta call PG or I gotta call Kawhi? <laughs> hey guys, guys, <laughs> guys! <laughs> I don't have Blake and Chris Paul anymore. It's you guys. What are we gonna do? We have to take out LeBron. Bro, Doc, <laughs> Doc Rivers' voice is legendary, dog. Let me tell you this. Let me ask you about this real quick. The, the Milwaukee Bucks. They got a real interesting dynamic over there, man. And we kind of talk about this. What needs to happen for Giannis to stay? And before that, though, what needs to happen for them to win? Because they're one of the most interesting teams that should be a favorite that I'm kind of on the fence about, a lot of people are on the fence about. So what do you think they need to, to win, and what do you think they need to do to keep Giannis? Well, first, what they need to do to win, I think it's fairly simple. Giannis has to play at MVP level, but I think – Eric Bledsoe has to probably be the X factor. In the bubble, they got off to a pretty slow start because obviously he wasn't playing. And I think emotions are high and they're a little confused because they're in a much different setting. So they worked so hard to have the best record and have home court. And that was all taken away from them. So if Bledsoe can't play at a high level, because he he wet the bed last year, if everybody remember that, if he can't play at a high level, they're going to lose. Giannis also has to 
stop trying to shoot so many one dribble pull up threes because he shoot like 27% from that shit. He needs to only shoot spot up threes, run him off some screens like he's Steph Curry. He hit spot up threes at like, I want to say like 37%, but he don't hit pull up threes. He is leaving if they get outed in the conference finals by Toronto, which I'm going to say right now I'm predicting because I think Nick Nurse is the best coach in the Eastern Conference and Boonhoser has wet the bed multiple years, dating all the way back to his years in Atlanta when LeBron shitted on everybody. And he did the same thing last year. If you can't make in-game adjustments quick, fast, and in a hurry, you're doomed. So my prediction is they lose in East Conference Finals to Toronto, and he's gone in 2021. E, damn, that's strong. But the good you point. Like you sound like you do this for a living, bro. You sound like you got a TV show or something. <laughs> I, I talk to Mo too much. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> we do this all the time. We back and forth every day about all these topics, dog. This, I knew he's gonna come with the stats. But the one thing I made, the main thing I called you for, this is the last question. We gonna get you up out of here. We found out this week some good news. Well, to me, that uh, Jim Boylan got fired by the Chicago Bulls. Um, I thought that was something that that was very, it was overdue, long overdue for me. I didn't think that was a good fit. I I don't think that he's good for the new culture of players. I think that he does things a little too old school and that's not meshing with what the kids need now. So um, tell us your thoughts. Who do you think should be the next coach for the Bulls? Well, first off, Jim Boylan, you hit it on the head. Like, he has this old school approach. And one, the only way you can have an old school approach and it works is if you won. So Pop can do that because he's won so many championships and he got that kind of clout. He comes from the Pop tree, which he thought he can, like, carry that same cachet over. But, my man, if you ain't won shit, like, why should people believe in you? So it's great that they got him out of there. I think teams, anybody looking for a new coach these days, you need to be looking for two things. One, a coach that can connect with players pretty easy and that'll go go to bat for them and that can understand what they're going through. Former players are the obvious choice of that, but you can look at like um, kids of former players or people who've just been around the league for a very long time. The other, the opposite end of it, of it is, is a Nick Nurse type, somebody who has a very diverse background. Nick Nurse was in Europe. He was in the G League. He sat on the bench for Dwayne Casey. Then he took over. There's like 20 of those guys in the league that have experienced so many different forms and styles of basketball that I think these teams should benefit from. So if I had a choice who I would pick, because I think like Ty Lue, Jason Kidd, all those dudes are out of the question, right? For, the, for somebody like the Bulls, because we ain't going to pay them that money. I'm going to pick Chris Finch. He's the assistant head coach in... Um, New Jones. Orleans. He he is the one who set up. I don't want to take, hijack the podcast real quick, but he's the one who unlocked Jokic. He's the one who figured out how to get Boogie and AD to play together, <laughs> and he was the one to fucking figure out how to do all that shit that Houston is doing because he was with Daryl Morey once upon a time. So I would pick him because he has that Nick Nurse kind of background. They used to play together. They used to coach together. We need innovative mm-hmm. thinkers to think outside the box. We do that, we back on top, and then we celebrate. Ty, we appreciate you coming on the show, big dog. We're going to have you on again. All right, big bro, we're going to get with you in a minute. Appreciate it. All right, boy. Yeah, man. The last four head coaches for the Chicago Bulls, 
in the past 12 years, all the way back to Vinny Del Negro going 82 and 82 from 2008 to 2010, Derrick Rose years. Tom Thibodeau came in and took over in 2010, former NBA coach of the year, went 255 and 139, was there from 2010 to 2015. He was uh, followed up by Fred Hoiberg, 115 and 155 from 2015 to 2018, and then rounded out with Jim Boylan. <laughs> Uh, 39 and 84 in two seasons from 2018 to this season. <laughs> I like Mark Jackson. I like Ty Lu. You feel me? Uh, it just came out yesterday that if Ty Lu lands a head coaching job this offseason, one of his top assistants that he's looking forward to having on his squad is the illustrious, the world famous Mr. Big Shot, Chauncey Billups. <laughs> Keeping our eyes out for that. But um, mm. another head coaching job that's going to be up that's for grabs. A, that'll be a good look. Yeah, another head coaching job that's going to be up for grabs, bro. We saw this coming. Alvin Gentry got let go as the Pelicans head coach. Uh, he went 175 and 325 as a Pelicans head coach. If you remember, he got hired off of being an assistant on the staff of Steve Kerr when they won the championship. He made that proclamation on camera. Anthony, we're gonna be here next year. We're gonna be here. I can't. I, I ain't got my. I ain't got my Alvin Gentry impression down. I got my Doc Rivers on lock though. <laughs> yeah, I knew Alvin Gentry was over with the minute they lost. The minute they season was over, I was like, "Yep, who's next?" Yeah, man. <laughs> I knew it was a wrap. I mean, he he did what he could. He he got, he didn't get a fair shake as far as like Anthony Davis not wanting to be there. The uh, Daryl Demps uh, doing all. You know, the GM was being corny, not trying to trade him, holding him hostage over there, only playing him like three quarters. It was wild. So, um, you know, Alvin Gentry, he'll land somewhere because I think that he's just a culture for life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he'll end up on somebody's bench, maybe as an assistant, an advisor, something like that. So uh, big ups to him. But yeah, man, uh, shout out to Todd, man. He, and he came with the stats. We called him just off the rip. He had stats already ready. We're telling y'all it's the members only episode. This is for the homies. This ain't this ain't for no lame casual cows. This is for the hardcore. You feel me? We know what we're talking about when we get on the Hit Me and Podcast, you know? Some of the head coach, yes, some of the head coach uh free agents that's on the radar, like I said, after mentioned Mark Jackson, Ty Lu. Also, Wes Unsell mm-hmm. Jr. is getting some buzz, as well mm-hmm. as the former Nets head coach, Kenny Atkinson. The Nets in the playoffs right now. Uh, what seed are they, bro? Who are they playing? The Nets are seventh seed. They're seventh seed. So they Toronto. Going to get, yeah, seventh seed is Toronto. They'll get Toronto, so they'll be out in four games. So uh, <laughs> shout out to the Nets. Yeah, shout out to the Nets. They <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out to the Nets. But no, real talk. Let me get back to the Nets real quick. Um, Karis Levert is a bucket For and sure. a problem. For sure. And you mixed and and we're not in the Nets. We don't want to look at the don't look at the Nets and look at them this year. Don't look at that. When you watch the playoffs, don't look at the Nets and say, oh, this is who they are. You want to take a look at the Nets and add Katie, add Kyrie, add DeAndre Jordan, add Spencer Dinwiddie, add those guys to the mix. With Karis Levert. Karis Levert looking real can keep Karis Levert looking Ooh. real Pascal Siakamish. Man, his game is better than Pascal Siakam's. Pascal Siakam can do more, but I'm talking about off the dribble, can take you to the bucket, got a nice mid-range, which is non-existent on a lot of players' games these days. You know, that's somebody that you mix with 
KD who can go off the dribble, Kyrie that can go off the dribble, Spencer Dinwiddie that can go off the dribble. You surround them with a few shooters. You got DeAndre Jordan um, cleaning up the glass, protecting the paint. Joe Harris on the three. If they keep him, if they keep him, because he might get paid this summer. He's gonna be but top they priority. They're gonna knock it. They're gonna get it. Especially if they if they land him a if they land a situation. I don't know if Jacques Vaughn's gonna stay as the head coach. They're yeah. gonna retain him. But if they land a big splash head coach and they're looking to take Brooklyn to the next level, uh look out. I think I think Joe Harris is gonna stay. I think they got something special there really quickly. Um so like you said, don't don't view the Nets as they are yeah. right now. This is just and they're in the playoffs without those names that you mentioned, without DJ, without Uncle Drew, without KD. Imagine what they're going to look like next year. Definitely not. The East is on notice. Brooklyn is coming. But we're going to see what they do in the playoffs. Uh, you said they're out in four games. I'll, I'll call give it right one. now. I'll give them one. They, they know Toronto. The conference finals. They'll be in the, I'm talking about this season. They'll get one. I'll give, I'll give, they're, they're in the same division as Toronto. They know that team pretty well. They play them quite often. I think they can get one. I think they can get yeah, one. I'd be disrespectful. They'll get one. They'll probably get one. Karis LeVert will get hot. He'll have a he'll have a forty point game. They'll 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 win one at the wire. Wake Toronto up. They. Let me say this about all the series. There's no home court advantage. So when you're watching the playoffs, also this year, don't be surprised by game one when you might see what a quote unquote upset. These are very unpredictable circumstances. This is a very neutral site, so anything can happen. Um, I was just talking with somebody, and I said, don't be surprised when you see teams down 0-2 or even down on 0-3 and make a comeback because these factor things, we don't know what's at play. We don't know what factors are at play. There's no home court advantage. Teams right. could rally off three straight wins and then lose four straight. So um, we might see some history being made in this bubble, man. So something to keep your eye on. Um, no home court advantage. That's going to be a huge thing for some of these teams and a huge advantage for these teams that are down 0-2 in a series, per se. We, talked, we kind of briefly talked about Denver and Utah. I don't really think, just getting back to that, I don't really think Utah has a chance. And I'm not on your boat, not because of Donovan Mitchell. Why do you think that okay? is? Why do you think that is? Could it be because they don't have a superstar or a killer? Oh, God, man. You got you to take this one to the bank with you. I'm it's saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. Hold on, Mitchell. hold on, hold on. Let me stop. Let me stop you. Let me stop you before we get one. Mm -hmm. We. I might need to get one of the homies on the line for this. I might have to call one of the homies myself. When we talking about waxing poetic yeah. about Dame Lillard, and they're the play-in AFC, they really were the ninth seed, and he's pretty much the star, the darling of the bubble. And then you go to the fourth seed, fifth seed Utah Jazz, which is essentially the same situation, the same makeup of a team. When you compare Donovan Mitchell to Dame Lillard, which one would you rather have, bro? Okay, you're right. But like I you, know, like, I know, I know, <laughs> but, but, that. But, but, I know that. But look, man, but look, man, I'm t this is what I'm saying. Donovan Mitchell is a star. He ain't a superstar. He's a good young player who has the potential to become, you know, if he can if he can develop his playmaking skills and take his shot making to a different level, he'll be able to develop to a borderline, one of those tier, you know, not the top tier superstars, but like second tier superstar. But that's not the reason why they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose because Mike Conley is gone. They don't have a point guard. And Donovan Mitchell is not a point guard, bro. <laughs> He's not bro, a point guard, week, man. Last He's week not. you said, last week you said, last week you said Mike Conley looked like he don't practice with the team. He, do, he don't. Now you saying the reason they're gonna lose is because Mike Conley's not there. So one week he's a superstar. The next, the next week he's a liability. What's up with y'all? Who is the What's backup, up with who the backup fans, point guard? Bro? Who's the point backup point guard on that team? 
Probably Donovan Mitchell. No, and then and then who and then who else? Jordan Clarkson. They're losing. Nothing nothing else to be said. They don't have anybody. Jordan Clarkson is a shoot first guard. I mean, shoot first, shoot second, pass third. That's how that's how his mind. If you watch him play, he's looking to shoot. It's not live, never looking to pass. Donovan Mitchell needs to shoot because if he doesn't shoot, they're not going to win. You don't. You can't give Rudy to go bear the ball and say, "Go get me thirty, big fella." No, that's not. That's just not how they built. They're built off of a system, which I believe that in in Snyder's system, they have to move the ball. They have to find open shooters. I just don't believe that they can do that not going against the Nuggets. Um, but also the Nuggets have to prove that they can put teams in the dirt. And what I mean by that is when they are the favorites, they need to play like the favorites, if you get what I mean. Uh, don't be out here getting, being down old to trying to figure it out. Like you put, you got yo, you got the advantage, put your foot on their necks and win the series. That's what I want to see from the Nuggets to take that next step. I think Jokic has the opportunity to step into superstar status. I feel like with all his with his name constantly being put in the MVP balloting year in year out, uh, being the leader of that team, mm-hmm. obviously he he had some challenges earlier before the shutdown with with uh, contracting COVID nineteen, but he came back and he's he's playing stronger than ever. Um, I think this is an opportunity just as yes, much sir. as it is for Portland. I think Denver is sitting in the same boat. This is the chance for them to separate themselves. They get overlooked quite a bit, in my opinion. Um, but I feel like when they have mm-hmm. full strength, when they get Will Barton, when they get Gary Harris back, uh, ready to go, I think that they're going to be a tough out. Um, I think they can beat the Clippers, to be perfectly honest with you. I think they, ca- I think they can catch them slipping. Um, I feel like okay. I wouldn't be satisfied with anything short of a sweep for Utah. I think that they should go right into the second round, get it over with early, get some rest, um, get some good practice in for the next round. Um, I don't give them a great chance to beat the Clippers, but I feel like they can catch them slipping. But I honestly feel like the Clippers are the team to beat um, in the Western Conference. Uh, that's the 4-5 matchup. What's the 4-5 matchup looking like uh, on the east side? On a 4-5 matchup on the east side, we got the Pacers versus the Heat. That's a good one. That's a good one, man. That's a good yes, one. Yes, sir. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, Pacers versus the Heat is a good one. Let me tell you, TJ versus your man Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, you heard what he said to Rachel Nichols, right? Uh, what do you go ahead? You tell me. You you ain't here, Rachel. He told Rachel Nichols like I don't give a damn what nobody think about us. Y'all, I, don't, I ain't got no friends down here in the bubble. It's oh me yeah, and my team about the CP3. The ball, that's it. The CP3, the CP3 fiasco. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, Jimmy Butler, you yeah, a tough, man. you a tough, you a tough guy running over Chris Paul. I get it. Nah, nah, nah. Like you know, Jimmy, I, I do like Jimmy Butler. I do like him. Um, I do believe that he is a star. He's not, and this is how I feel about Miami. I do not believe that they're ready yet, and. They will win this series, but this series will go seven. That's just my opinion. The series will go. Yes, it'll go seven. It'll go seven. Um, They are tough. They are tough minded. You know that Miami Heat culture, bro. You know, they're very tough. Um, You know, they're going to be conditioned. They're going to play defense. They're going to play the right way. But I just don't think that they have, other than Jimmy Butler, when it's clutch time and it's time for clutch buckets other than Jimmy Butler who else are they going to 
maybe I'm forgetting somebody, but they don't have that other person to go to. You forgetting Same way quite a bit. You forgetting, Same you way forgetting with Bam out of bio, who's an all-star. You forgetting Kelly Olenek, who can shoot inside and he can post up. You forgetting Kendrick Nunn, who was a rookie of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. I know they got I think all the them. Heater, I think the Heater, I think the Heater going to the Eastern Conference Finals, bro. Woo! I don't think the Pacers, I think the Pacers are cool. I think TJ Warren is stepping into his own. I think he's showing his skill set. But this ain't the same TJ Warren that was in Phoenix with the struck braids. This is a different TJ Warren. But I don't know how much stock I want to place in that. I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't mm. know if this is here to stay. So, mm. uh, so let me ask you something. I got you Miami and now. You got them in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Yeah, I so, got them in so the what you're Conference. So what you're saying is, because we'll we'll talk, we'll we'll break down this part, the top part of this bracket. So the four or five matchup is the Pacers and the Heat. They would play the winner of Milwaukee, Orlando, which is pretty much they're gonna play Milwaukee. Because Milwaukee's gonna sweep right. Orlando. That's not really even talk about. I don't even we don't even right. talk about that series. So what you're telling me is that Mil- the Heat are going to beat Milwaukee to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I got them going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I got them beat Milwaukee too. We've been talking about Milwaukee for three weeks and we both been saying we're not sold on them. We're not sure if they're gonna make it. Yeah, but when I when I look at their roster, there's no reason why they shouldn't get to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's what I that's what I see. Um that that's what I'm looking at. And just going back to it, the Pacers, I'm not selling them short because shout out to Nate McMillan, just got a uh extension to become to to continue coaching the Pacers. But you got Victor Oladipo, which he's the wild card in this series. He's been working his way back up, working his way back done. into shape. He's done. Um, he's done. You never know. This, you know, competitors compete, man. And when things are on the line, you don't know what may come out of a person. I don't know. Victor Oladipo may come out and you know be the old Victor Oladipo, All Star Victor Oladipo. You match that with T.J. Warren, who's already playing at an elite level right now in the bubble, and he's and if he can capture that. And continue to do that. Not not give you forty, but if T.J. Warren is giving you twenty five a game, and you mixing that with Oladipo giving you about twenty five a game, they're gonna be tough to beat. You know, um, Victor Oladipo is the East Coast version of Donovan Mitchell. Bruh, huh? <laughs> oh, whoa, man! Hold on, Victor Oladipo is not the East Coast version of Donovan Mitchell, dog. You cannot be serious. In which ways, bro? You saying so? You saying Victor Oladipo can't lead a team? I'm saying Victor Oladipo's not ready to win a championship. He's a streaky shooter. He's not okay. a killer. He's okay. not one that's gonna okay. be able to close games in the Whoa. fourth quarter if he's the primary option. Whoa. That sounds like the East Coast version of Donovan Mitchell. Let's get one of the homies on the line since you don't since you don't necessarily yeah, want to hear from me. Who who we got on deck? Who you want to bring into the combo? <laughs> no, I let me let me tell you. I love hearing from Chris, Where man. You I love go? your Oh, I love it. Where I love hearing go? from you. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's call my homeboy Eddie, man. Let's call him up. Let's call Starks. Y'all make sure y'all hit us up in the mailbag, the Hitman Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know who y'all got in the playoff picture. Remember, it starts. Yo, what's the word, Starks? How you feeling, bro? You live with the Hitman on the Hitman Podcast. Hitman Podcast, brother. Good with y'all, man. Man, we chilling, man. We over here talking all things NBA playoffs right now, man. Uh, This Uh, the bag we we in? We. Yeah, we definitely in this bag right yeah, now, Yeah, Mo man. been you know, down since tomorrow. the start. We can't he wait. He been down since tip-off. He about down, he down about 25 <laughs> points. 
<laughs> he wanted to sub you in real quick so he could catch a quick breather, get some Gatorade in his system, bro. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Chilling on a you know good Sunday night. You know, uh, first and foremost, Chris, I'm gonna say congratulations on the podcast, bro. I know I uh, talked to Mo personally, so just want to say congrats on what y'all doing, man. Appreciate Salute. you, big dog. Much love, one thousand percent. Love. So, so, so yeah, what's up? So what, hey, Mo, so what you down on? What's happening? Man, dog, let me just start here. I, this is a, I just want to ask you, do you believe that Victor Oladipo is the West Coast version of, Don, I mean, the East Coast version of Donovan Mitchell? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Fam, Don, Donovan Mitchell is like, he reminds me of Wade. Huh. I don't get Wade vibes from Oladipo. Hey, so so that's what that's what the masters are saying. That's what y'all agreeing on. No, no bro, we never agree on this <laughs> show, bro. We don't be agreeing, but I believe that I believe that Donovan Mitchell is is definitely elite. I think yeah. that he has the potential to be a, a D Wade S type player yeah. for sure, and. What what you know? What my brother is over here saying is that he doesn't believe that he says that Donovan Mitchell and Victor Oladipo are similar in these two ways. If I'm right, make sure I'm right when I say this, Chris. They can't lead a team. They can't close games. What else? What else? What else you say? I'm sorry, I because I, I almost lost. I lost what you were saying after you got Streaky to that. Streaky shooters, mm-hmm. comparable in size. Mm-hmm. They get their names get blown. It's kind of like an iPhone, bro. Like everybody love the iPhone until you crack your screen. But they what they don't know is Apple makes the phone to crack the screen so that you can come back and buy more iPhones. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. There are better phones that are out there, but you just think the iPhone is the best because it's an iPhone. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You think Donovan Mitchell is the best because he's Donovan Mitchell. He's he's a dunker. He's Spider Man. You feel me? Now, bro, I don't care about none of that shit. This is when I. When I like knew Oladipo came of age though, when he had that series against Brian, remember that? Yeah, they, yeah, I remember that. How long ago was yeah, that? Years ago. Yeah, that was a couple years ago. Yeah, but that that showed me Oladipo is ready, and he just he got to stay on the floor. So we don't we just see flashes of him, but that series let me know like, okay, he can. And he, actually, he kind of closed that game. LeBron is just LeBron, bro. Oladipo was closing games, but. We just don't got enough to. We know we don't got enough for all the people to say that. Even Donovan Mitchell. But if I'm going off potential, I got Donovan Mitchell. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. That's dope. That's dope. If we if if the playoffs was based off of potential, uh, <laughs> you know, Donovan Mitchell would probably be a, a seven time <laughs> champion I, right I, now. I, he probably had more rings than I. Robert Horry. You feel me? To go off of. Yeah, I mean, it's, go ahead, bro. Go well, ahead, Chris. Well, I mean, I feel like this, bro. Starks, Depot and, and, and Spider not making the finals anyway. Yeah. So we want to know who you got going okay. while we break down this, this bracket. What what, what you looking? What okay. you looking for let me, for a finals matchup? Let me in the East because this is just like my clearest. What I think is going to happen in the East. Toronto is going in the East. That's just what I think. Okay. All right. All the right. West, bro, is so I'm so up and down with it, but. Like I said, if I got money on it, I'm going to L.A. I'm not betting against Brian. And I'm not the biggest Brian fan. I'm about to say, L.A., you got to be specific. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't never call Clippers L.A. I just say Clippers. <laughs> you know that. All right. But, 
Well, hey, hey, I'm long not, <laughs> hey, Moe, I'm not the biggest Bron fan, but I'm not betting against him in this time. Because the bubble, like, it, anybody can get hot. Like, I, my my dark team, my hot take is Denver, though, because they so deep. If Mike Malone find a way to get his lineups right, they'll get scary. Okay. Yeah, so give me I that. got said- Lakers and Toronto. In the finals. Yeah, that's my final. I know that that shit tip off tomorrow. I got Lakers in Toronto. That's my okay. Prediction. Okay. So you got the Lakers. Now, a lot of people, and we kind of touched on this a little bit. Me and you talked about it behind the scenes, but this Blazers series, a lot of people that we've been calling been scared of the Blazers, man. And like, <laughs> can you just can you just give me your like yeah. your analysis of how this series can would go? I mean, you, I, I think you obviously got the Lakers winning the series, this, but in how many games? Right. It, I'm thinking six just off of Dame Lillard. And if we get a slightly, like CJ been joking about his back and stuff, so I don't know. Is that back injury for real? <laughs> He's joking and stuff, so I don't know. But it's, yeah, it's legit. But Brian, his IQ, like Portland defense is trash. So Brian is going to shred that each and every way, no matter what. So that's, that's what I got. I got Lakers and six. Um, I see what people are saying because Dame is, of course, he's damn hot right now. But what Bron is going to do, we see it. We've been seeing it for damn near 20 years. Like, he's going to destroy them off that alone. What What's scary, Mo, is if when Bron fizzes out, because we know he fizzes out and gets tired, and he had Kyrie to lead him. We know Kyrie can close games. I got to see how that's AD fact. close out these games. That's an actual He's going to need him to do that. I'm a, I, my main thing with that is, and I'm going to talk about it later in this show, is – how uh, how AD re- responds to these critical moments in the playoffs and critical possessions. Like, you know, I, there's some things that I think about yeah. AD. I do believe that he's a generational talent. I do believe he's special. I think he's been one of the top five players in the league for the last five years. But the playoffs is a different story. And that's the same thing, the same way I feel about Dame too. And so, yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting, man. Um, I do believe you you nailed it yeah. on the head with the defense with the Portland Trailblazers. I think that that is a, gl- I think that that is a glaring problem. I think, <laughs> I think I it's the did. biggest problem. Like you can, it, you it, it screams at you. Like Karis LeVert shot 25 straight five foot jump shots yeah. with no help. I just <laughs> yeah. think that that's. Yeah, that, that's what, I don't see how people got them going so far, like with that defense. I just don't yeah. see it. They showed y'all they could play defense yesterday. Like, I don't know what's up. Maybe maybe because it was Memphis and Memphis don't really have any scoring options. So, just just a quick note for y'all when we talking about this one eight matchup with the Lakers and Blazers. When we talking about LeBron, LeBron's jumper outside the paint. We talking about shots outside mm-hmm. of the paint versus the Clippers since the bubble started. Versus the Clippers, he was two for nine. Versus the Raptors, he was two for six. Bro. Versus the Jazz, two for seven. OKC, zero for five from outside the paint. Pacers, three for ten. Nuggets, six for fifteen. <laughs> Kings, three for seven. Total, bro. Hey, hey, Chris. LeBron went eighteen. Oh, he got the LeBron stats. went eighteen for fifty-nine. Thirty point five percent outside of the paint. Hey, yeah, he put the stats out. Chris, who you? What's your finals matchup? Uh, Clippers Toronto. Clippers, Toronto. I'm not mad at that. Um, this, 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 I'm glad you pulled out the bronze stats because you can't use stats with everything. Like, 
every every time in Cleveland, like LeBron, to just they'll lose like ten straight games going to the playoffs. So in January, just lose like you know they have a bad record in January. They go like what? How many games in January they play? Like if they got sixteen, they go like what? Four and twelve or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But when it's playoff time, it's a whole different ball game. Like Bron just is just. Like I told you, I'm not the biggest fan, but we know how Bron operates. All that, the statue talking about how he played in the paint, not going to be none of that. When he got to score 40, he grabbed a 40. That's just that's just what's going to happen. And I know that I bet against Bron so many times and I lost. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not playing with He's that dude. Man. I know what he on. I know what he on. That, but that Kawhi and Bron, though, watch out for it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not mad at his Clippers pick because, like I say, they don't. Lakers really don't got enough help like as, as they need, like losing Rondo and Avery Bradley. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, Starks, bro. We appreciate hey, you. Nah, all right, bro. Hey, congratulations on the addition to the family, right, man. man. Again, too, bro. All right. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Hey, love that Dad gang, dad gang. Appreciate yeah, you, big yeah, dog. Man. Boy, how you on again real soon, yes, bro. Sir. One. All right. The Lakers need more help. <laughs> what's up with y'all, man? Hey, do you know that every year? What's wrong with you, fam? What's wrong with you? How many creative <laughs> franchise teams y'all gonna have, bro? I'm tired. Hey, uh, who we got? Let's, 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 let's just run down Yo, the homies, man. I'm, let's run down the homies, man. Call the next homie. Who we got next, man? Let's just let's talk to the homies real quick, man. This is I like the insight that we get. We gonna we gonna we gonna call we gonna call Woods, bro. We're going to call the homie Trey. Make sure y'all hit us up on the Instagram, too. At Label the Known, at M-O underscore S-A-L-1. What up, big dog? Yo. Trey. What's the word, bro? This is Chris and Mo from the Hit Men Podcast. How you feeling, bro? What's going on, my brother? Man, we can't complain, bro. Better than we deserve. We wanted to get you on here. It's the members only episode. We want to get your take. I need you to help me school your man, school your brother, because he acting like he in a slow class over here when it comes to the NBA brackets. You know how Mo do, man. Get the blinders on with the players. What? Oh, God. Let's go, man. Get it. Let's get into it, man. Go ahead, Chris. Ask him. Cause I just want to see what I'm. I don't want to persuade anybody in any way to answer the questions to my favor, man. So go ahead, Chris. You go ahead and ask it, and I'm gonna sit back. I want you. I want you. I want you to take real quick on a couple of teams. We we still got to get through the rest of the bracket. I want you to talk to me about how you feeling about the Dallas Mavericks on the west side, and then over east. I want you to tell me how you feeling about the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the Mavericks tough, man. Uh, honestly, they got um, Porzingis doing this thing. He injured right now. He out, man. But the main story, you already know, Luca. You know, they don't get man. Luca is a is a thoroughbred young cat, man. Energy doing the thing. He's gonna be scary. And I think for any team that go up against them this postseason, man, gonna run into a problem. I, I've yet to find anybody that's insane. That's just that's just that on Luca. Oh, he does he does a thoroughbred man. He's extremely rare, man, around the around the basket. You know, he can handle the rock and shoot outside. So anybody who run up against him first round, man, I believe gonna run into problems. Any round, period, gonna run into problems when they run into Mo, who they got first round, Dallas. When they come Dallas on got the, the clips first round. So I think that's gonna end in five. Dallas got the clippers first round. You got clippers in five? Yeah, I got the clippers in five. 
Nah, you said, yeah, they got the Clippers first round. So you talking about you got the Clippers in five games over the Mavericks. Talk nah. to me about the Sixers, bro. Nah, man. Clippers in five. Ben Simmons is huge. Not having been, not having been there, not having yeah. been there is huge. But this is a chance for Joel Embiid to step up and show that he is the best big man in basketball. Uh, when you're talking centers, you look at the Boston Celtics. They big man. I mean, Daniel Tice is is serviceable, you know. But you can't let Daniel Tice bust your ass in the series and call yourself the best big man in the league. So I expect for him to fully dominate in the paint. You know, um, I don't give, I think that series goes six just because Joel Embiid, I do hold him in high regard as far as his skill level and how, what he, you know, what he brings to the table. And I think that he alone can win two games against Boston. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, um, all in all, I think Boston takes that series, but yeah, uh, Philly might need to, Tobias Harris has to step up too. That's a big thing too. He has to step up. He has that, to step up the, big time. That's the key piece, moment. You have had conversations about Tobias Harris. I believe him. <laughs> I honestly, I like his game, man. I like Tobias Harris. I like, like Toby's said, game, he, too. Yeah, man. He, he definitely going to have to mm-hmm. step up majorly for them to come out of this one. But um, I think the determining factor for me is going to be how Tobias Harris is fine to go well and Okay. Okay. Yeah, so with, Sim- with Simmons who's... being out, with Simmons being out, man, I feel like uh, Tobias Harris is gonna have a, a a long day when it comes to being guarded by Jalen Brown and your St. Louis brother Jason yep. Tatum. Um, they're gonna need a lot out of Thibault. They're gonna need a lot out of uh, Joel and B's gonna have to play MVP basketball. I feel like nothing yeah, short of thirty and twenty on the average throughout the playoffs is what's gonna get them over the hump. But I don't think they're gonna come close to to beating the Celtics. I think the Celtics is gonna. They're going to round out. Brad Stevens is going to do his thing. He just got an extension too, Mo. I know you mentioned uh, Nate McMillan. But mm-hmm. um, I think I think the the Boston Celtics are going to do their thing, at least in the first round. Absolutely. I got, I got, I got Boston coming out of that. All right. Well, Trey, before we get you up out of here, your finals matchup and who wins the chip? I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna go old school, man. I got Lake Show involved. I got Lake. I'm gonna go old school, man. That old school vibe. I got Lake Show involved. And believe it, man. I got, I got the Lake Show winning it all. I can't. Got the Lake Show winning it all, but I can never bet. I can never bet against the baddest man in the land. And that's just that. Hey, man, that's two in a row. Hey, man, I told you, man. How you gonna bet against the guy? How you gonna get? How you gonna bet against the boy? You can't bet against the boy. You can't, Chris. <laughs> you can't, man. 
no way. Baddest <laughs> man in the land still, man. Hey, yo, yo Trey, our brother, we love you, bro. We appreciate you checking in, man. You know we got to do it you, again. We got to have you back on for Members Only Part 2, bro. Love, bro. Appreciate y'all. 1,000%, bro. Hey, love, bro. Love, This is the hey, part man, of the show you. where it gets crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where things get a little bit crazy. What's up, man? So, I, I'm, we're going to call the homies <laughs> first. We're going to call one of the homies first because this is, we're going to step away. We're going to come back to the playoff bracket, but we're going to step away from the NBA for a second. We got a, we got a different type of topic, comedy stylings to, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> to talk about. Oh, yeah. Quick. If you're calling my mans, yeah. we got to bring up this topic. You. Yeah. Shipperachi, Ebo, you on the Hit Me and Podcast with Chris and Mo. How you feeling, big dog? What's up, doggy? I'm good, fellas. I'm good, fellas. Appreciate y'all having the boy. Yeah, 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 man. We couldn't do it no other way. We can't have members only without the president. You feel me? Of course. Me? Of course. I got something I want to run by you, man, before we get your playoff picks. I want to talk to you real quick about uh, <laughs> our fellow, our young Kappa brother, Kimar Siverand. He got caught by the Seattle Seahawks earlier this oh. week. <laughs> oh, oh. Sorry to that man. Rest in peace to that man. Man, if if risking it all, if risking it all was a person, you know, that was that was tough. <laughs> that, you, you know, it's like it's like yo, uh, two million dollars or your favorite ID, honey, and it's just like you know he. he he, he he made the call that that he felt was best for him and his family, <laughs> and it's unfortunate. <laughs> and the crazy thing, and the crazy thing about it was she wasn't even supermodel status. She looked like Carol Brady. You feel me? <laughs> I mean, man, man, she was bro. she was she was built she was built like somebody's little sister, man. I, I can't believe they tried to <laughs> put her in a Seahawks jersey and said, you know, come to room two hundred seven, man. It just it, it wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good look Isn't at all. That- it, it was nasty. For the people who don't know what's going on, Kamal uh, Silverin was cut by the Seattle Seahawks for attempting to sneak a female guest into the team hotel. Now, I got caught by course, security, hotel COVID security. Hotel security. She, disguised, she was disguised as a player wearing Seahawks gear. Now, if people don't know, we have this COVID situation going on right now. And these teams when they're at these practices when they're at these camps there's nobody supposed to be allowed in and this guy who's a rookie who did not get drafted by the seattle seahawks who actually got invited to work out with them decided that he wanted to sneak his i don't know bro how horny do you have to be to do something like this (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, I can't even. I can't even get to the story, dog. I'm just like, how horny could you be, bro? You got to get your rocks off. You couldn't wait. You couldn't just go to camp, handle your business, and come back home and get the business that way. You, oh man, dog, that's it, nasty, it can't bro. be that. That's it nasty. can't be that deep, and it's and it's definitely not worth your rookie contract. Clown. Either, so, you know, somebody. I don't know. He's he, he's definitely gonna cry in the car, though, for sure. He's definitely gonna cry in the car. Let that be a lesson to you, young players, man. 
Let that be a lesson to you, bro. It's never worth it. All of <laughs> that tapioca it's never pudding, worth it, bro. Clown, goofy. It's, hey, it's never, it's never worth it for the wop, man. For the, not for the wop, dog. That didn't look like no wop. That looked like some nah. cottage cheese. Some, uh, what's that? What's that? What's that, what's that Jello pudding? That they, what's that Jello? What they put the fruit in it? Tapioca, ambrosia. That's what that looked like. This oh, D, D E disgusting, bro. Chris in his bag right now. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you this evening. Well, let's get let's get into it, big dog. Yeah, man. I'm trying to school. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. I, 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 we probably both got to catch a flight out to Moakland, California, pretty soon. That's what it's Moakland. turning into. <laughs> you feel me? Tell him to retire, bro. We need to see what's going on with your playoff picks, man. We starting tomorrow, 12:30. Playoffs kick off officially. Okay. Um, who you looking to come out of the East and the West to represent for the finals? So, just kind of starting with the East, I honestly think Toronto is going to be representing the East in the finals. Nobody's really talking about them. And, um, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, Giannis and the Bucks, you know, but I think Toronto is going to show people that you know, we got to the bubble early for a reason. Um, they seem like they're on a mission. And, um, you know, they, they, they're doing it by committee. You know, it's not one person. So I'm definitely going with uh, the Raptors. Let me stop you right there. Um, Let me stop you East. right there. Yes, now, sir. you picking Toronto, it wouldn't have anything to do with a certain certified lover boy dropping a video with Lil Dirk <laughs> dropping a single for an upcoming <laughs> album, would it? <laughs> Not at all, not at all. But I mean, it, you know that definitely helps too. At the same time, but no, no, these guys, uh, you know, they mean business, man. And um, you know, you can just kind of tell, like, you know, they're they're not happy to be here, and they're not just happy to be there. And you know, you know, with, with Kawhi not being there either, they want to show people, like, you know, hey, it, it wasn't just him last year. So, yeah, man, that is a fact. That is a fact. Nick Absolutely. Nurse is my coach. He's my coach of the year. Um, oh. what he's done yeah he's my coach of the year what he's done they won more games this year than they did last year and they had Kawhi you know what Correct. I'm saying and it's a shortened season Correct. and you you, and you gotta understand like when they lost Kawhi most experts had them as like the eighth seed some had them mm-hmm. not even in the playoffs mm-hmm. um, for them to be the number two seed for them to be impressive not not kind of like Oh, they look shaky. They look impressive in their wins. So um, I got to give them that. I do believe that Toronto will make some noise in the playoffs on the East. Let's get into a matchup on the West that we have not tapped into yet, which is going to be the most interesting one to me, Uh which is the 4-5 matchup. It's the 4-5 matchup. The Rockets versus the OKC Thunder. This is personally, this is personally going to be my favorite matchup to watch. In, in the playoffs for the first round. Like, outside of, you know, everybody looking at that 1-8 matchup with Portland and L.A., um, this one is going to be a good matchup. Tell me, give me your thoughts on this, man. What do you see this going? I, absolutely. I think that 4-5 matchup is actually going to go, um, really go the distance. You know, are they, what they're doing, are they still doing seven games that first round, or did they switch it up um, for the... It's still seven. For the bubble. Still seven, okay. Yeah, Same they're definitely format. going... Okay, absolutely. Yeah, they're definitely going seven. Um, I think OKC was kind of, you know, uh, I guess you could say written off. You know, they 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 uh, picked up Chris Paul. 
um, who people thought, you know, hey, he's, you know, he's done. He's done. And he's really leading that young core group of guards uh, and really elevating his teammates. So that's going to be very impressive. And then, um, you know, you can't, you can't lie, you know, having Russ and having James Harden, um, you know, they're going to be going 100 miles, you know, 100 miles a minute. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be up and down. Um, and I think really we're going to probably see the best out of both of these things. We're going to, we're going to get the best out of Chris Paul. You know, we're, we're going to get the best out of James. You know, we're going to get the best out of Russ. It's, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be an exciting brand of basketball, especially, you know, if you're a fan, you know, you, you're going to get your money's worth. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, I do believe that, I do believe that the Rockets will not have Russ for the first part of this series. So that's going to be big. Uh, having no Russell Westbrook, having no some, somebody to take that pressure off of James Harden, handling the ball and making every play allows Billy Donovan and OKC to game plan defensively a little bit better as far as how to take him out of what they're trying to do. But the main thing with Houston, man, is they're small. They're small as hell. I don't get this. I'm, I've been watching them, and they're the most interesting team because they're so small. And I don't know how that's going to work because Steven Adams should average 30 and 10 or 30 and 15 this whole series. And that should be a game changer for them. Uh, uh, Russell Westbrook, when he comes back, I don't know what version of Russell Westbrook. I don't know if y'all knew. At one point this year, he was shooting 21% from the three. And now he's shooting 27%. That team is either feast or famine from the three. They either shoot threes or they go directly to the bucket. Russell Westbrook. A big part of that has to do with Eric Gordon being out as well. He should be coming back around the same time Westbrook is coming back. That's true. So it's a lot. It's like a battle of two different styles, right? Um, Chris Paul knows that Houston knows that Houston offense really well from playing in it last year. Um, And you can't knock his expertise and him being like the point god quote unquote very true um he will put his teammates in the right positions and put them in the right places to you know predict their offense so if i had to pick it mm-hmm. i would say okay seeing six but i would like you said i wouldn't be surprised to see it go to distance man um definitely wouldn't so uh yeah what did you did you give us out your pick yet like who do you got in the finals man go ahead let us know absolutely I'm, you know, and, and, and you should know already, Mo. But you know, I, I got the late show in the finals, man. You know, they're doing, they doing it, they doing it for Kobe this year. You know what I mean? And um, playoffs. you know, Bron- playoffs. Are you kidding me? Playoffs. <laughs> they're doing it for Kobe, man. You know, uh, uh, Bron is gonna flip that switch. You know, zero dark thirty, man. And, um, you know, I think we're going to see a different boy, AD. Man. You know, we're going to see an AD we never seen before. Mm. And, and and that's going to be scary. He's playing meaningful basketball now. He's playing meaningful basketball. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. And um, I, I really, really hope, you know, the Clippers are not going to think that uh, the Mavericks are going to be sweet. Am I, am I scared of the Blazers? No. No, that, 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 this is going to be done in five. This is gonna be done in five. Come on, stop it, guys! Stop it. There's, there's no, there's no answer. They, mm. The Blazers have no answer for AD. They have no answer for AD. E, before we get you up out of here, bro, we appreciate the time. Let me ask you, how you feel about uh, 
Stipe and DC going the distance last night. They was the eye poke society last night. What you think of UFC 252? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was um, it was a good end to that trilogy. You know, um, it would it would have been nice to see DC um, go out on top for it to be his you know last fight. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it was uh, it was still very 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 impressive. Just to kind of see those two bending, you know, stand up. You know, it was uh, it, it was a great fight. You know, it was a good card too. You know, even the uh, the Junior Dos Santos, you know, fight. You know, with, with uh, Rosenstrunk. You know, that, that that ended in the knockout. So I mean, it, you know, people were banging last night, but that uh, the eye poke really kind of took away from what could have been, you know, really really good. Uh, you know, you know, a uh, 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 battle between the two. You know, it, it, DC just he couldn't see, couldn't see out the eye. So that 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 aspect of it was disappointing. He said he's done. You believe him? Nah, he didn't come back. He didn't come back. He's definitely coming back. All right, big dog. We appreciate you checking in. We're gonna have you back on members only part two. Yes, Love, sir, bro. Yes, sir. Appreciate that, fellas. No doubt. Salute. Right. Man, you gonna come around to the bet? You gonna come around and, and see that people ain't betting against the boy, man? You been betting? You, you can't you can't bet against him forever. Uh, <laughs> that's new too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. That's a, that's new. You been in your bag, yeah, man. You been, man. We in playoff mode, boy. You been in your bag. I like we it. I like mode. it. I like it. Okay. Speaking right, of playoff like it, mode. Man. Before we get back with the yes, homies, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We got to pay some bills and we got to let y'all know what's on the street each and every week. Let's get to the sneaker rundown for the week. It's real quick. Everything's yes, coming sir. out towards the end of the week. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Word on the street is on to GH1. That's uh, Clay Thompson's joint. Girls artwork. It's a really dope shoe. It's supposed to drop on the 20th of August. No price as of yet. That's according to Soul Collector and SneakerNews.com. We'll keep y'all posted during the week. But it's a really dope looking shoe. When you think about Lenin, you think about Anta, you feel me? They're kind of like by the wayside, but these is decent, bro. I like that a lot. That's my speed. Shout out to, um, you know, Clay. Shout out to D-Wade and the other guys, you know, taking a chance and building their own brands yeah. in China and bringing them to the States. So, Same up. day, August 20th, the Nike KD 13 Oreo colorway, 150 bones. These look like the Kyrie, like, twos. These look very much like the Kyrie's, but I'm not mad at it. Y'all gonna be able to catch these and, and see them for yourself on the Instagram at the Hit Me and Podcast. Eight twenty one. This my hit pick of the week right here. Most definitely the Air Jordan Retro mm. Three Laser mm. Orange. Hundred and ninety bucks. It's supposed to be for women's, but that hundred and ninety dollar price tag tell you it's gonna be a full size, so it's gonna be for the fellas too. You know where you can catch it at your favorite website of all time, Mo. Uh, which one? You already man? know uh, what's going on. Get your hey, ass man. up early so this I time. These. I won't be getting I won't be getting these. So, <laughs> yo, Chris, if you can find a way to, you know, get these from me, I'll send you a little cash out. Did you cop anything this week? You cop something this week at all? Uh, 
you know what? Nah, man, I did. This is, we in the sneaker rundown, but I did cop um, Joe Fresh Goods. He did a capsule release. He got a real dope um, release with these hats and these t-shirts highlighting Midwest teams. And I think it has a significance to it. Um, I think he said he's gonna, you know, harp on that later as to why he's talking about the Midwest and why he's putting, you know, the message that he's putting on these hats. Right. So I did, I did cop that. So uh, shout out to Joe Fresh Goods, man. He's got some fire releases through New Era, and he did do that New Balance release earlier. Yeah, for all uh, Valentine's Day. Shout out to the boy putting on for the yeah. city. Shout out, make sure y'all check out Joe Fresh Goods. Same yes, day, August twenty first, the Nike Dunk Low Samba. SP Dunks going crazy this year, man. Colorway after colorway. They got one, they got another one that's coming down the pipeline pretty soon. But these, these are smooth. Nice. I like these a lot. Yeah, these nice. Same same hundred buck price tag, but you already know they're gonna be hard to catch. Do your due diligence. Make sure you got your box together. Make sure your Wi-Fi is supreme. If you want them, that's how you're gonna have to go about getting them. Otherwise, you're gonna have to catch us on the high. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my brother upscale crack doing his thing. Still, sneaker king. Last release on A21. This this one this is this is one of the ones, bro. Yeah. Every time it come back around, this is a special place yeah. in our hearts. The Reebok Question Mid OG Red 2. 140 bucks. It's the 96. It's the rookie joint. Mm-hmm. AI, the God. You already know what's up. These the uh these are sway boys? Yeah, you already know. It's a full-size run for the whole family. Damn, but, uh, I have another pair. I got the. I just wore a leather pair. You feel I, me? I wore the leather pair yesterday. I, I swear. I swear to God, I, I wore a leather pair you yesterday. You can't go so. wrong with these. Uh, and the icy blue bottoms. Oh man. Uh, yeah, this might yeah, be a cop. It's hard to get. It's hard to get away from them going straight up. Yeah, this a cop. Rounding it out. The end of the week. Eight twenty-two. Air Jordan Retro Twelve. The Indigo colorway. Mm-hmm. One hundred ninety bucks. I ain't seen these in a while, but every time I see them, you know, the butter leather, navy blue with that white nostalgic, lowest, that man. white sole. Yeah, man, it's hard to get out of them. Nostalgic. Make sure y'all check us out each and every week to catch up on the updated sneaker rundown. Again, on the Instagram, at the Hitman Podcast, at labeled and known, at M-O underscore S-A-L-1. How you feeling, bro? Man, this feel good, man. We it, it just seems like we at the crib, on the couch with the homies, just talking sports like we used to do, man. Like we used to do years ago. Yeah, we might have to, we might have to double up on the uh, on the episode this week when these games get in a rotation. Oh yeah, man. These games coming what like they, it's like four a day, which is you know. Um, I think I don't know if that's normal for the playoffs, but I will say maybe it's normal. But the times that they come on, usually first round they do a, they do one on NBA TV, so we don't usually get all of the games. You yeah, we get the ones that's on NBA TV that'll be like the the lower seed or the games that don't pull the biggest ratings. Um, but we getting all we getting all of the first round matchups at least for the first couple of days. ESPN kicks it off tomorrow. TNT. Uh, is on Tuesday and they're going to alternate every other day until the first round is ended. I think it should be done within a week, week and a half. The Lakers and Blazers got the got the late game, uh, <laughs> 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern <laughs> on Tuesday night. So with all this Lake Show talk, y'all got a couple days to, you feel me, get y'all, get y'all situation going. Where we going next, bro? Which one of the homies we want to call up? Let's call up the big dog Kelly, man. All right, I'm gonna call up. I'm gonna call up Officer Waters. You got. The, we should hit the huh, bad boys. What you want? What you want? 
What's up, my boy? Yo, Kelly, what's the word, bro? You tuned in <laughs> with Chris and Mo on the Hit Me In Podcast. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I, I knew this was going to happen. As soon as I started eating my food, I knew this was going to happen. Timing is impeccable. You already know. <laughs> we ain't going to hold you too long, bro. We, it, had, bro. we had to call you real quick to get you on the members only episode. <laughs> we wanted to get your take on the playoffs. Everybody we done talked to, all the bros, all the homies done been hopping on the Lake Show bandwagon. I need you to round it out. I need you to bring it on home. I'm tired of this Lakers talk, bro. Give me some content. Give me some substance. Tell me what you feeling. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Who you got in the bracket? Man, let me tell y'all something. So right now, I just actually found out that that boy CJ McCullum dealing with like a type of back injury. So I definitely, I definitely was trying to make a push, some type of argument for the Portland Trailblazers. But after finding that out, it's, it's making it kind of uh, look kind of difficult. But I will say, due to some of the suspect plays from the Lakers right now, um, I understand that, you know, the Lakers, they got the number one seed. So they kind of pulling back to make sure everybody stay healthy or whatnot. But you know, the poor Blazers, they, they, they kind of on fire right now. They getting busy. So I don't... I don't know. I ain't going to be able to side with them too quick. Now, I will say, if I had to bet money on it, I'm more likely going to take the Lakers, right? But, but, I don't know, man. The, the, the Trailblazers, I know I know Mo hates for me to say this, but they, they get busy, man. I can't count them out. I can't, I, I would say, I would even beg to say that I would go, if, if the Portland Trailblazers beat the Lakers, hey, they might, they might, they might go to the Western Conference Finals. That's a big if. I respect, and I respect. That's a big. Yeah. I respect Portland though. Like this, don't get me wrong. Let me let me preface this. I do believe that Portland is not your typical AFC. I definitely believe that. Like you look not at the AFC and you like you got Portland. You like damn, that's exactly how you look at it, right? But if you are a number mm-hmm. one seed, and I'm saying this because this is how much I believe in the greatness of LeBron and how good AD is. There's no excuses. You the number one seed. You handle your business, no matter who is in the eighth seed. So, mm-hmm. mixed with that, and the fact that, in my opinion, even though Chris begs to differ, that the Blazers play no defense. <laughs> I don't see unless they have a miracle and they start learning how to play defense. I don't see how they win enough games to win that series without playing defense, especially when you got somebody like AD and LeBron who can attack the basket at will. If you're not going to cover the paint and they're going to just go in there and feast in the paint all day, I don't see how they win that series. But it will be a good tune-up for them as far as the Lakers because now they can't come out the game. They can't come out in the playoffs being sluggish. They can't come out, you know, just like, yeah, we just dog walking. You know, if they had Phoenix or they had Memphis, they could take their time, try to feel things out. Nah, you got to come out and you got to prove why people are picking y'all to win the championship or at least go to the Western Conference Finals. So, uh, yeah. No, I agree. I, I would say this. If, if I would say, like you just I agree with your statement. They can't come out sluggish because if they do, Portland mess around and give them that boot. However, I, w- I would say this this bracket kind of look a little suspect. You know, I'm kind of getting the vibes of like a March Madness, like a 16 medal with a one, and they shouldn't be playing each other. Because me personally, I feel like the Lakers got a harder, harder um, line to the championship than the Clippers do. Oh, I mean, well, you got to look at the bracket, though. You got to look at the bracket. So the the winner of the Lakers-Portland series, they get the winner of the Rockets and OKC, okay? 
and the winner sure. of the Clippers Mavericks gets the winner of Denver Utah. So it mm-hmm. depends. If yes, I do not believe that Dallas is a slouch. I do not believe that Dallas is a team that you can just not at all. Luka Doncic is a superstar. He can pick apart a defense and he can also score. And you have Porzingis. So a lot of people, I do have the Clippers winning that in five, six games max just because of the experience of Dallas not being in the playoffs. But it will be a hard-fought series. Mm -hmm. Now, once you get to the second round, yes, if the Lakers and the Clippers both advance, which people expect them to, then you can say, all right, the Clippers might have an easier route to the Western Conference Finals because I don't think Denver's ready, and for sure I know Utah's not ready. Um, the Rockets are too oh, small. Oh, really? You for sure they're not ready, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. This dude, man. We got to get Donovan Mitchell on this show, man. We got to we got to clear the air. I don't know what no, happened. We don't. Don, no, Donovan we don't. must have he must have snuffed you on a handshake y'all or something before. Gotta, y'all definitely got to get him on here. He definitely he might he definitely snuffed you on a handshake before or didn't get you an autograph or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like is, that. Yeah, no. Nah, like he that. did something. He did something don't to you, bro. Me. No, I'm don't playing, bro. Like but no, nah, man, but no. It, hey, for, it, for it gets so, interesting. So Chris Chris called him when he was setting up the arena. He said what? But no, um, so tell me who you got in the finals. Um, I'm going Lakers Celtics. Old school. That's how that's what Trey came with. He said he said old school matchup, Lakers Celtics. You got to because cause I mean honestly, I feel like the the Lakers, they gonna I mean the Celtics gonna push their way through the seventy sixes, especially with the fact that uh your boy Ben Simmons is out indefinitely. And then I mean they gonna probably have a little hard time with the Raptors, but I think they're gonna be able to push through that, so um, Milwaukee, ugh, it, it's that's gonna be a tough one. But they they looking a little they they kind of fall in that same Lakers bracket where they secured the one seed, so they trying to take it easy. So I'm gonna have to see once they go against the Magic and uh, whoever comes out of this Miami Pacers. I got to see how they how they playing in those series to really determine if I'm uh, sold on the Celtics. But right now I'm going Lakers, Lakers Celtics for sure. Right on for sure. That's a decent little pick, man. That's two, yeah. That's that's a popular little pickup. That's a popular little pick. A lot of people were picking that mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, and it's starting to pick up steam now because of injuries and things that are going on. So I wouldn't be mad at that. That'll be Not a nice little sure. matchup. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, playoffs are, they're right around the corner, man. Kelly, we definitely appreciate you, bro. You've been a day one supporter of the podcast, man. You've been showing love in sure. every which way. And we appreciate you, man. And we love you, man. We just wanted to get you on here. Hopefully, we could do this again. But definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast. Hey, anytime y'all need me, man, I'm here, bro. Hey, let us know when y'all ready to get that TV show popping, bro. I've been telling you that for years, dog. It's plenty of room around here to spread that money. Hey, hey, say say that with your chest so Janet can hear you from where she at right now. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) <laughs> if I gotta come down there with, with the equipment and all of that we gonna make it happen God dog. I'm I'm for real with that I'm serious I, I just need an executive producer credit you feel me hey listen man you've been one of the ones that been there from the get go constantly trying to encourage us so hey we, we, we got you somewhere somehow you straight feel up me? and down my brother alright bro we appreciate you love love bro for sure for sure love y'all too y'all y'all
that Lakers Celtics matchup is seeming like a pretty popular that pick. That Lakers Celtics matchup seeming like one out of who else we I don't got? It's gonna happen though. Who else we got? <laughs> man, don't be stepping on pinky shit like uh, that. We got. Oh man, I think the last. Per- I'll call my uh my home my homie Kibi up, man. I I got a I got a question outside of the playoffs, outside of another sport that I want to ask him about. Gonna get Kibi on the line. You know what's up after this one too, by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. KB. Hey, how you doing? What's the deal, bro? You on the Hit Me In podcast with Chris and Mo. How you feeling? Hey, man, I'm feeling good, man. I appreciate y'all having me on, man. Big fan of y'all's show. Yeah, man. Appreciate you saying that, bro. It's an honor to have you on. We wanted to get you on the show real quick Sir. and rap with you about the Ravens. We want to talk about a little NFL with you, big dog. You got some time? Oh, yeah, man. You know, that's the squad. Right on, right on. Mo, go ahead with it. KBK, what's up with the Ravens, man? Y'all in the AFC, are y'all ever going to get to a Super Bowl seeing that Patrick Mahomes is there with the Chiefs and it don't seem like nobody's going to be beating them? Oh, so- yeah, man. We'll, we'll definitely be there next year. You know what? I, I honestly believe we would have been there last year, you know. Um, we we had a strong season. We was fourteen and two, had that first round bye, and you know, not to take nothing away from from Henry and what he was doing with the Titans, but I think we beat ourselves in that playoff game. But if we would have met the Chiefs that next round, we would have definitely been in the Super Bowl, and we would. We had already been, beat uh, San Francisco 49ers earlier in the season. So I definitely believe, you know, going into this year, I think we got them week three. We'll beat them this this season week three, and, and, and we're going to take it this year. Kibi, let me ask you this, bro. Uh, just talking about college real quick. They announced earlier this week that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 both decided to forego fall football for the 2020 season. Do you think that the NFL is going to make it through the entire season, given that the precursor coming from the NCAA is that due to coronavirus, they're not going to do the season? I think I think it's too much money on the table for them to leave it. You know, um, I think I think they'll make it through the, a complete season. Um, you know, a few players have already opted out, but... I think it's a lot of people who are wanting to get back on that field and just, you know, display their talents. You know, I, I know for, for the college, it's a little different because, you know, those players, they're not getting paid. You know, the coach is getting mm-hmm. paid, but the yeah. players not getting paid. So they got to look out for their health first. But for the NFL, it's a little different. You know, they got, they got, they got everybody getting paid and people trying to look out for their families and, and, and stuff like that. So I think they'll be able to make it through a complete season. I mean, the, the league itself is getting younger anyway. So, you know, they wouldn't have a problem. You know, it's a lot a lot of fresh talent in the league. They shouldn't have a problem, especially with, with Pat Mahomes, you know, displaying his talent uh, from last season. And it's a lot of uh, quarterbacks that have a lot, of, lot to prove this year with Tom Brady being in, in Tampa and, and Cam now being in New England. Pat Mahomes getting that good deal. Lamar, you know, looking forward to a big season from him. So I think I think they'll be able to 
to undergo a full season. Even if they don't play the full 16, I, I think they'll be able to get in uh, um, enough games to make it exciting and, and get some playoffs in and, and, and play for a championship. Definitely, bro. Um, appreciate your insights on that. And before we get you out of here, you know I'm not going to let you go without asking you about the NBA playoffs. That's what we've been talking about the whole night. Um, so you let me know who is your sleeper team, but then on top of that, who you got in the finals and who you got winning. My sleeper team in the West, I would say for the first round at least, I think OKC is going to knock off the Rockets. Mm. Um, just because Chris Paul kind of been on a tear, and I think on the, as far as uh, the big man, I think Adams and, and, and Noel might be a little bit too much for um, for the Rockets over over seven games. You know, um, I think I think Chris Paul got enough leadership skills to, to kind of carry the team forward through at least the first round. Um, and Houston, they they kind of inconsistent. I know I know James Harden's tough, but Chris Paul, I think he got something to prove. You know, I think they got a little tension between the between the two. But um, in the Absolutely. East, my sleeper team would probably be. I'm gonna go with Miami. Jimmy kind of been <laughs> been tearing yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Miami. I, I don't I don't really believe in the Sixers. Yeah, the, the, the Sixers, man. They um, Joel, man. To me, he's not he's not a leader right now, and he's not thinking about the team. I honestly believe um, that the last couple of games they looked better without him. You know, as as a team, as a unit. I know he's talented, but you know he he, he got some leadership issues that he got he got to he got to know when to control the game. I mean, I honestly watch one of the games this season and he came down the court by himself and fired up a three when nobody backed down the floor and I don't like seeing that out of a big man so I think in the east at least for the first round I'll take Miami uh, championship pick. though championship though I got um, honestly in the west I got the Lakers coming out you know just because I think they'll get past Portland the first round and the second round, you know, they got the easiest second round between Houston and OKC. For the Clippers, you know, I think I think they would be the the second pick, obviously, you know. Um, but I think Dallas is a good matchup for them the first round, so they're gonna have to work a little bit harder. I actually had that series going seven. Mm, um, okay. But in the East, in the East, um, Giannis man coming out, man. I mean, he 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 MVP again this year, honestly. I believe because they don't want to give it to LeBron. They could honestly give it to LeBron every year, but every year, I think I think Giannis is 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 dominant. And if he um, gets some help from from Chris Middleton and you know Eric Bledsoe and a lot of other other good players they got on the team, I think they'll make it out the East. He's pretty pretty sweet right now. Okay, Lakers Milwaukee the championship. Who wins? Lakers, man, that's 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 gonna be an easy dub. That's gonna be an easy dub just because Chris Chris Middleton to me is Joe Johnson on another team. I mean, playoffs, where is he? Mm. Mm. That's it. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Uh, we had Scoop Jackson on the show, 
And Scoop Jackson said the same thing. Chris Middleton is going to be the key to Milwaukee. Um, he's going to have to show up in them big moments. We know he can score, but in them big moments, is he going to be the second? Is he going to be that Robin to to Giannis's Batman? You know, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, man. Definitely for sure. Uh, Kibi, we appreciate you, man. We love you. We happy that you tune into the podcast, uh, bro. Kibi, appreciate uh, you, big dog. Appreciate you coming on, dog. I love to y'all, man. Keep up the great work, man. Y'all, y'all make my weeks go by smooth. Yeah, that's the best compliment we done got all week. All right, bro. We're going to let you go. I love, bro. <sighs> you feeling good, huh? Your spirit's up. You get you, uh, you, uh, you, uh, you got, uh, you got all the homies <laughs> on the Lake Show train with you. Y'all out here purple and gold, huh? Hey, mind you, bro. Mind you. I did not tell anybody what to say. Yeah. I did not prep yeah. nobody. I said, look, nah. I'm about to call you. Give us your playoff For predictions. Sure. And if every, yeah. let me just tell you this, Chris. You've you seen it. Me. Our listeners, y'all have seen it. If you listen to this podcast, you've watched basketball. You've probably been watching basketball for, a, basketball for a long time. For the past decade, you haven't seen this man not in the finals. Except for last year, right? And yeah. it's hard for me to just say with conviction that this dude LeBron, well, no matter who's around him, is not going to... I can't not just say that I can't see a team beating him four times. I just can't see it. Now, the Clippers are... Like, I've, I've said it, and I keep saying it. The Clippers are the deepest team in this playoffs. And I haven't gave you my finals prediction, so I'm about to do it now, because I wanted to get all the homies on. Appreciate all the homies giving y'all, giving y'all predictions. I do believe that in the first round, let me start first. In the first round, I do believe that the Lakers are going to beat the Portland Trailblazers in five games. Bold prediction. It's five games. I don't see it going any more than five. It's going to be five hard, tough games. It's going to be the Blazers are not going to lay down, but they're going to lose. The other thing is it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. It'll be a five-game five game series. Um, okay. I do believe that the uh, OKC Thunder will beat the Rockets in the first round. I got Denver over Utah, and I got the Clippers over the Mavericks. I do have the Clippers over Denver going to the Western Conference Finals, and I have the Lakers over uh, OKC to go to the Western Conference Finals. In the Western Conference Finals, I do have the Lakers over the Clippers in a seven-game series going to the Finals. On the East, I have the Bucks over the Magic. I have whew, this 4-5 matchup. I'm going to take the heat over the Pacers. I do like that. I'm going to take the heat over the Pacers. You I'm going to take the Boston Celtics over the 76ers. Yeah. No, I like the heat. I'm not going I'm not going to front on that. And I got Toronto over Boston. I mean Toronto over Brooklyn. This is where it gets a little interesting. I agree with you. I was pressing your buttons about Miami going to the Eastern Conference Finals earlier, but I was just trying to see what you want to, what you were going to say. I have that series going 7. <laughs> I have that series going seven, and the I'm semis, not, the semis, huh? Yeah, the semis. I have that going seven. I do believe Milwaukee wins that series, but I wouldn't be surprised if Miami got them up out of there, just because like of Jimmy. Hero, I, I love that team. I love Miami secretly. I love Miami. I like that team. I like Duncan Robinson. Yeah. I like Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot, yeah. bro. I was playing devil's advocate, but I really look at watch that team, and they're tough. Bam, and this is the X factor. Bam. 
is actually a great defender on Giannis. A great defender on Giannis. For Giannis. If you look That's at the numbers, he makes yeah he makes him take shots he doesn't want to take. He makes life tough on Giannis. If he can stay right. focused defensively, and they can be focused defensively, because when I watched him play in a seeding game. Giannis was just doing whatever he wanted at one point in time. He was just dunking everything. And that's not how Miami plays defense. But if they can stay committed on defense, they have a chance to knock them off in that second round. But just because I respect Milwaukee, I'm going to take them in seven to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. That Boston-Toronto series, whoa, that's going seven too. Right now, if you told me pick one team out of those two, I'm going to go Toronto. I go Toronto. I respect them; they're the champs, and they're gonna—they're not gonna be a tough out. But like once again, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston clipped them in seven. But that leads us to our Eastern Conference Finals, which is Milwaukee against Toronto, and I got Toronto beating Milwaukee. They have the recipe. You got Raptors, Lakers. Raptors, Lakers. Yep, Raptors, Lakers in the finals. Lakers winning six. That's how I got Six it. against the defending champs. Mm-hmm. Huh? They don't have enough when it gets to the finals. And you got LeBron and AD on one side and then going against Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam on the other. That's not going to... Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll make mine quick. Mm-hmm. I'll make mine quick. Those are very good... Uh, that's a very good bracket. Yeah. Of course, I got the Nuggets sweeping the Jazz in the first round. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that boy had to put the sweep on there with, so we can let him not know. Not much needs to... Okay. Not much needs to be said about that. Uh-huh. I agree with you. I think that the Thunder going to catch the Rockets slipping. Westbrook is out. We don't know if Eric Gordon's going to be coming back uh, to start the series or if he's going to come back when Russell comes back. Actually, he was there. What the, type of shape either one? He was there the last seeding game. Sorry, he was there the last seeding game. So he should be there. So we, so we don't know what his minutes are going to look like, especially when Re- when Westbrook comes back. He's going to even out the shooting for them. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's going to take a little bit of the ball handling away from James Harden as little as possible because we all know how that goes. Right. But I think that the Thunder have shown that they're deeper than what we originally thought. Uh, Chris Paul has them playing at a high level. And I think not only uh, just defeating the Rockets and moving on to the next round, but I think that that's going to play into the psyche of the young players for the Thunder's core moving into the next season. Yep. Um, obviously, like you said, we got the Lakers uh, going over the Blazers. I think it's going to be a really tough fought series. I don't think it's going to go seven, but I think if it goes five or six, each one of those games is going to be highly contested, high scoring, uh, fast tempo. I think they're going to be chippier than what you might expect, especially when you have players like Carmelo going up against LeBron. Um Yep. Really looking forward to how that plays out. But I think, I, again, I got the Lakers going over. Okay. Um, the Mavericks-Clippers series is intriguing because both teams are deep. Both teams are very well coached. Um, both teams have coach of the year, uh, former coach of the year, former NBA champion coaches. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the chess match between Rick Carlisle and Doc Rivers. That's going to be um, nice. But I got the Clippers going over. I think it's going to be a tough fall series. It'll probably be the toughest fall series of the first round. I got the Clippers going over the Mavericks. I call it seven. Ooh, okay. Uh, I call it seven because I think Luka's just too much of a beast. Um, we don't want to discount Tim Hardaway Jr., Finney Smith. Um, I think they're going to give him some go. Okay. And then um, to round out, well, I, that, that was my four in the West. Yeah. Um, 
Lakers going over again uh, against the the Nuggets, right? They play the Nuggets yep. in the semis. Yep. No, the uh, got them going over. It would be it would be the Clippers Nuggets. Clippers Nuggets. Yeah, Clippers Nuggets. Uh, so it'd be the it'd be the two two four two five matchup. Yep. Um, got the Clippers going over the Nuggets. If Gary Harris and Will Barton come back early, um, I think that the Nuggets can beat the Jazz without those two guys. I think that they absolutely need them to play the Clippers, but I'll give that a six-game series as well. I think second round is when the Clippers are really going to hit their stride between finding out who's going to take those clutch buckets between Kawhi and PG at the end of the game. But I think they'll have a handle on it. I think they'll be in championship mode by the middle, if not the end of that second round series. And then I got the Lakers. Excuse me. I got the Lakers going over the Thunder. I think that's an easy sweep. Ooh, uh, sweep. At Ooh. the worst. Yeah. I, I think I think that the Lakers, I think the, the Portland Trailblazers are going to give them a smack in the mouth. It'll, it'll give them that, that smelling salt mm-hmm. for the Lakers to get in, in kill mode. Uh, I think they steamroll the Thunder. Uh, the Thunder's a young team and an exciting team led by Chris Paul, but I don't think that they have an answer for the Lakers at all. Which brings us to the Western Conference Finals, Clippers and Lakers. I think the Clippers are too much for the Lakers overall. Um, Anthony Davis has only been out of the – he's been in the playoffs, what, once, twice? Uh, he's never been Anthony to the – Anthony Davis, He's never yeah. been to the – Been out the first round once. He's never, right, he's never been to the Western Conference Finals. The stakes are the, are the highest there. Paul George has Eastern Conference Finals experience. You're talking about Kawhi has a chance to be the first player to ever win a championship with three different teams. Same as LeBron, so the same stakes are, are there for those primetime players. But I think the Clippers go over. Uh, on the east side, I got the Bucks over the Magic in a sweep. I got the Heat over the Pacers in six. Uh, I got the Celtics going over the Sixers in five games. I don't think they play games with them, especially with Ben Simmons being out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like Brett Brown, but I think we're probably going to see this is probably going to be his last postseason as the Sixers head coach. Probably be uh, He's a great guy, great great personality. And, and for what it's worth, I think he's a really good coach. It just wasn't the greatest situation. There was a lot of pressure put on him after the process. Um, they gave a huge contract to Al Horford, who hasn't lived up to it. I just think that the Boston Celtics are too deep, too fast. Um, I think they go over the Sixers easily. And then the Nets over the Raptors. You know, valiant effort by the, I mean, I mean I'm sorry, the Raptors over the Nets. Valiant effort by Brooklyn to get this far without KD, without DJ, without Kyrie. But I think the defending champs are, are out to make a statement that last year wasn't a fluke. So I think they steamrolled the Nets as well. Going into the next round, you got, uh, what is it? Is it Raptors? So it'll be, be Raptors Celtics. Yeah, that's gonna be a nasty matchup. That's gonna be a nasty matchup. I think it goes six or seven games with the Raptors coming out on top, and then you got uh, Miami Milwaukee. Miami Milwaukee. I told you earlier in the, in the show. I think that Milwaukee shocks the world. I think they beat the number one seed. Giannis has been really bothering me with how he's been taken out of games mentally. You saw him the other day get ejected for the head, but yeah. um, same shades of last year. When you get in his head mentally or you take away his go-to moves, um, his jumper's not there. That three is is questionable, looking funny in the light. I think Miami goes to the Eastern Conference Finals against the defending champs. Um, they give the Raptors a good go at it, but I think the Raptors are on a mission, like I said. Raptors, Clippers in the finals. Um, 
it's a toss up from there, bro. I think I'm gonna push when it comes to the finals because you don't know what you're gonna get out of that matchup. Nick Nurse is obviously putting his stamp on that team and on that game. Toronto is a whole different team than what we were used to in the '90s in the DeMar DeRozan era. Um, I can't really call it. Yeah, you have to tune in later on down the line <laughs> to get my final. Okay, pick, my to final be continue pick, with you. But that's my that's the matchup. Yeah, right. I got Clippers and Raptors in the finals. No, I, I call it how you see it. I like that. Miami's gonna be the team to watch. Uh, definitely the team to watch. Toronto's gonna be on a mission. I agree with that. Uh, Milwaukee, hey, if, Milwaukee, y'all better go defend Giannis, man. I've never seen a star player who has to defend himself. That's just one. And that's all I gotta say about that. Get him an enforcer. Get somebody over there when they messing with Giannis to come lay an elbow down, set a hard screen, push somebody on the floor because that's what you do when you have a star player and you have a championship team. He should not be handling his own confrontations. So Who would that be, the Lopez twins? Somebody on that team, uh... dog. Somebody. That's twice now that I've seen him get into a confrontation and nobody's came to help him out. Not a nobody. Yeah, he don't got an Oakley. He don't got no Mason brothers. He don't have a... None of them. They got to do something over there, man. They let him get pushed to the floor that one time from some dude from the Nets and nobody did anything. Nobody. I was like, whoa. They don't got no enforcer? Like... You just need that, especially when you got a, when your player is the MVP. You not seeing Steph get into it with nobody, and they just letting him just get into it by himself. You definitely not seeing that with Bron. You not seeing that with Kawhi. You ain't seeing that with anybody really. They don't even. Who's their force on the Lakers? Uh oh, they got a couple. I mean, you go do do something do something to Bron. Guess who's checking the game? That's not your game show question. I know. I That's know. Not your I know. We get to By the way, um, you do something to Bron. Jared Dudley's getting subbed into the game. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> Jared, Jared. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But then, but then, yo, but then, stop. But no, but you got somebody. It don't. He doesn't have to be scary. It's just like, yo, you got to take one for the team, right? But on top of that, you got the Morris twin, and you know he ain't bluffing. Markeith ain't bluffing, and you know that. So you can laugh, you, you can laugh at Dudley, but you ain't gonna laugh at Markeith. and that's just how that. Yeah, I get yeah. It. I was waiting on you to to come with a legit. Yeah, come name. on, man, they got in for, and then you know Jr. Smith. They got no, they got some, they got some guys that'll go to go to war. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Hey, we seen what Jr. do to people. You seen Damn, that, that video when, when my man's <laughs> violated his car? Oh, dog. <laughs> 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 no, that was legendary, dog. Don't mess with yeah, people's property. What's up, man? All this talk is good. You to be continued on your finals pick. Let's go, man. I've been ready. You hit me with a question last week. You kind of stumbled so me. So how up. you want to handle it? How you want to handle Bro. it? You want to get one of the homies on the line? You want to get you want to get <laughs> Willie Q on the line? Willie Vegas on the line to help you out, or you want to go solo? Uh, since you're talking about, we, since speaking of enforcers, how you want to do it? Man, I'm gonna let you pick. I'm gonna let you pick for me. If you think that I can handle the, situ- the question by myself. Then I'll take it. If you want to call some one of the homies, since it is the homies podcast, call one of the homies. It's cool. I'm going to let you go at it. All right. I'm going to let you go at it, Dolby, first. All right. And then if you want to <laughs> call a lifeline, cash in your lifesaver, then we'll go ahead and rock it. All right, let's do it. Make sure y'all tune into the game show each and every week. This is slowly but surely becoming our favorite segment of the pod. What are we collectively? So Mo's off for two, man. <laughs> what you say, bro? We got a zero percent like success rate with answering these questions, and it's our favorite. It's our favorite part of the podcast. And we can't get no That's questions. That's idea, but I'm not. I'm not trading the sticks, bro, bro. So I got you. Don't want, to you don't want it to be easy. So let me ask you. What's up? Who you Who you got for rookie of the year? John Moran. Not even thinking about it. No question. Final answer. Mm-hmm. Final answer. That's it. Okay. 
I'm glad you said that because this this question is tailored strictly around John Morant. Mm. John Morant, who's going to look like the incumbent rookie of the mm. year, uh, had he made the playoffs and beat the Portland Trailblazers, mm-hmm. he would have been one of three rookie of the years to make the playoffs in his first season in the past oh decade. Oh, God. I need you to name me one of the two rookie of the years to make the playoffs their first year in the league from the past 10 years. It can be either one of them. It doesn't matter. But I need the name. I need the team. I need the year that they won rookie of the year. You have 60 seconds to answer. Ben Simmons won rookie of the year and they went to the playoffs. That's a fact. Uh, uh, that is that right? Okay. I need the year. I need the You need the year that they went to the playoffs? Yo. Yeah. Ben Simmons and them went to the playoffs. Dog. They were they okay. So I know they they were trying to get in the playoffs. He won rookie of the year, Donovan Mitchell. It was him and Donovan Mitchell back and forth because they were saying all that stuff. So that had to be 2017. All right. So that's what I'm going to go with. Ben Simmons, 2017. And then you said another one, right? Who was rookie of the year in the past decade? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, shit. Damn, that's a good question, bro. <laughs> I hate you, dog. <laughs> That's a good question, though. Luka, Do- Luka Doncic. No, he did not make the playoffs. No. <laughs> not the bang. <laughs> ah, damn, man. So, right, so, Malcolm Brogdon. The 2016-2017 Rookie of the Year, followed by Ben Simmons, the 2017-2018 Rookie of the Year. So I got the real wrong on Ben Simmons. Are the only two Rookie of the Years to make the playoffs their first year in the league. That's dope. Good question, bro. I got that wrong. Good question. It took me some time to think about it. 2018-2018 Luka Doncic missed. 2017-2016 Malcolm Brogdon and Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. 2015, actually, this is an interesting stat, too. 2014-2015, back-to-back Rookie of the Years, Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns, both from Minnesota, neither making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. 2013-2014, Michael Carter-Williams for the Mm -hmm. Sixers. 2012-2013, Dame Lillard. 2011-2012, Kyrie Irving. Uh, No, he ain't making the playoffs. 2010-2011, 2010-2011, Blake Griffin, the L.A. Clippers, and then all the way back in 2009-2010, Tyreek Evans for the Sacramento The craziest team. thing is Michael Carter-Williams. I thought, I knew he made the rookie, he made, he was rookie of the year. I always used to talk with Smitty about this, that he won the rookie mm-hmm. of the year, and I knew Drew Holiday was still there at the time. I didn't know, I was, right. I didn't know, I knew they didn't make the playoffs because they didn't, and he was making, Michael Carter-Williams, in my opinion, like was acting like he was too good to play in the summer league the next year. And and exactly. I was so mad about that. Like, bro, you won rookie of the year, but there was no other rookies to really choose from. They had to get awards to somebody. So, yeah, good question, bro. Good question. 
damn, I am 0 for 3. Willie Vegas just said he out on the strip. That's why he answered. <laughs> enjoy your time on the strip, bro. Enjoy your time. We got, look, also to the homies that's listening that didn't get called, still got love. We got the homies that will always be being called on this podcast. So just be ready when we call you to sp- talk sports and, you know, show us your knowledge. But, you know, this was great, man. Yeah. This was great. We got we got we got the members only episode coming. We got the members only 2.0 coming real soon. We're gonna be doing the members only throughout the playoffs. So if y'all didn't get the call this week, don't trip. It's all good. Y'all gonna get y'all time in. We appreciate y'all checking Love. in with us. We appreciate y'all supporting Always. us. Make sure if you haven't already subscribed, we everywhere that podcast live, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Spotify, yeah. Overcast, Google Podcasts. Shout out to the sponsor, Great. Anchor. We just made iHeartRadio. Make sure y'all check us out. Review, five-star rate. Share that thing around. We appreciate all the love that y'all giving us. Shout out, shout out, shout outs. Where you at, Brody? Shout out to the homies on the podcast, man. Honestly. I just told told them, they're like, I'm going to call you. They said, all right, call. And everyone picked up. You know, uh, shout out to y'all. Shout out to the homies that didn't pick up. Shout out to my homie Tudor. He didn't. We didn't call him, but he gonna be on the next podcast. But shout out, just the, shout out to the homies, man. That that's it, bro. I don't got nothing too much to say. We gonna be back soon. So, what about you? Shout out, shout out to the big dog Travis Kelsey. Uh, he opened up a safe house. He's opening up some some buildings out in Kansas City with that new extension Six to take years. care of uh, Kansas City at risk youth. Salute. Uh, Doing philanthropic efforts. He's giving back, not just hoarding that money. Shout out to that boy, uh, George Kittle. He just signed his extension out there in uh, San Francisco. He got big dog top wide receiver highest money. Highest paid tight end. For a tight end. Highest paid tight end in history. Salute. He works hard. Yeah, man. Football is going to be steamrolling down the hill pretty soon. Uh, they just announced the new Monday Night Football booth lineup. Uh, before you know it, it's gonna be it's gonna be that Chris Fall weather time for football. Yeah, man. Bro. Let's hope that we let's uh, hope that we have a season. I mean, they can stay safe because these baseball players, I don't know what they be doing, but they obviously not in a bubble. They they, they living life because every day it's a new Corona case with them. So let's, let's hope. Let's hope that yeah. Let's hope that um you know we can get a season. And let's also before we get out of here, as always, stay safe. We wouldn't be we wouldn't be doing our part if we weren't telling y'all that Black Lives Matter all day and every day. Keep the good fight going. It ain't over. <laughs> it ain't over. You may not be saying too much, but it ain't over. And people still fighting out in the streets for what's right. So shout out to them. Stay safe. Make sure that you're not out in the mix. If you out, make sure you're wearing a mask because this thing is real. Salute to everybody who's getting over the virus and who's fighting to, you know, beat this virus. And, you know, that's, that's where I'm at with it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, man. Just to piggyback off of that, you, you, you said it perfectly. The marathon continues. Shout out to the homie, <sighs> oh, the big yes, brother, the prolific Nipsey Hustle. Yesterday would have been his 35th man. birthday. We miss you. We love you, big dog. Thank you for putting on for our culture. Thank you for putting Thank on you. for the city Thank of L.A. Thank you. Thank you. You in our hearts, you in our prayers. Shout out to Lauren London and the and the family. But that man was a was a prophet. Gone too soon. We miss you. We love the you, bro. Marathon will marathon always continues. continue, bro. We'll always continue. Yes, sir. 
And with that said, thanks and love, peace and love. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate the homies for checking in with us this week. Make sure y'all tune in NBA basketball all day long tomorrow. Stay safe. If you got to, stay in the house, goofy. We're going to get back at y'all later on this week. Same bad time, same bad channel. We up out of here. Peace. What happened here was a miracle, and I want you to f***ing acknowledge it. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? Can we go now? Center. Oh!